avait pas cette soir. What's happening, everybody? <laughs> Woo, shit, my levels are way too high. <laughs> Welcome to Lights, Camera, Cocktails. <laughs> we got a special surprise for you guys. Zenobia's in the motherfucking <laughs> building. <laughs> <laughs> Finally here. Oh, oh my goodness. God, it's good to see you. In person. We're doing it big today. <laughs> Very we big. Are. We're doing it big for a big, big movie. Yes, a big <laughs> movie. Last movie for musical month. We are all dressed to the nines. Mm, I was doing can-can kicks. Yes, you are. <laughs> okay, I'm ready to drink. Yes. Yes. Okay. Because it's Friday night and, and I'm I feel feeling all right. right. Oh. You know how much I hate that song. But the party's here on the west on side. On the west side. <laughs> so we reach for our cocktails and we speed it up. We don't need <laughs> no designated drivers because we're quarantined as fuck. Because <laughs> we've, we've been missing Zenobia's cocktails. I'm just so joking. I actually <laughs> truly love that song. That's one of my favorite songs. <laughs> yeah. I don't got to make shit tonight. You don't. I made it and it's here. We are drinking the Moulin Rouge. Love it. Cocktail. Are we going to take shots of absinthe later? Mm-mm-mm. I didn't see it on the bar. I thought it's, we had it, but I, I can't find it. It's a tiny bottle. I look be... for the baby bottle. It's, Damn, it's somebody no, ran off there. with the absinthe. I no. feel like we got jacked for absinthe. No. That's okay. Goddamn. I'll look for it again, and we'll take a All shot. All right, well, we are drinking a Moulin Rouge cocktail. It has one ounce of gin, mm-hmm. half an ounce of apricot brandy, mm. half an ounce of lemon juice, couple dashes of grenadine and you're gonna put that in a shaker with some ice shake it up put it in a champagne glass and you're gonna top it with some champagne yes (laughs) so what you're saying is that the dominant alcohol in there is gin Yes. Oh, shit. So, <laughs> oh, here we go. I'm glad no. that we're back for a gin cocktail because it's going to be an interesting shit. night. But it is mixed with my favorite, so. That's how our first night's going to start It's going to start. <laughs> so get ready to pop your champagne. Okay, here we go. Let me get it. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's a nice pop. It was ready. <laughs> and you're going to top off the rest of your champagne glass with champagne. Fuck yeah, that looks good. Pretty color. We will see. It looks like the pink heather or the red heather. Kinda. A little bit. We will see how that. Have you tried this yet? I have not. Okay. But it looks good. And we had all the ingredients. (laughs) You're supposed to top it with an orange. Mmm, pretty. Gotcha. Look at that. Yes. Yes. And that, my friends, is the Moulin Rouge the cocktail. Moulin Rouge. Mine just fell in there. That's how it goes. <laughs> all right, cheers, all right cheers. cheers, you guys. You guys are doing this in person. In person. <laughs> right. Okay, here we go. Ooh. Yeah. That'll work. Mm. 
That's very good. That is a fruity pebble. Mm. <laughs> I love it. Here's to your first job it's really, in Paris. It's very refreshing. <laughs> it's, a, it's a very French drink. I want to say. Mm. And that is the Moulin Rouge cocktail. I love it. That's a good one, you guys. If you have the means, get that. I highly recommend picking one up. It is so <laughs> choice. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for understanding what I was going through. Okay, so um, you guys are ready for a little bit of herstory. Give me that herstory mm-hmm. on oh. that naughty water. Well, no. Right, <gasps> row. We're getting a little bit of history on the Moulin Rouge. Yes. Oh, okay. Yes. I like that. figured, you know, why not? <laughs> so the Moulin Rouge, do you know what it means? No. <laughs> Can we hook up? I don't know. No. Okay, so in... I'm assuming in, something along those lines. <laughs> you are so far off. In <laughs> French, it means red mill, like a mm. windmill, mm-hmm. okay. which is the shape of the building. CC. That's yes. it. Okay. <laughs> so... That is what Moulin Rouge means. So, a little fun fact for you. Next time you tell somebody, be like, <laughs> it means the red milk. Throw it at him. While you drink your Moulin Rouge red milk, which is why it's red. Yes. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. It started in 1889. Dang. That is when the Moulin Rouge started. 1.589 is the number. It's the number. And that's when this establishment dropped mm. okay <laughs> so it is uh the birthplace of the can can yes, yes you can can can. <laughs> yes, can, can and they can 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 so that's what the ladies they were doing um they said that it was one of the birthplace of women um sexuality revolution mm. because women got to do something that they were not supposed to do. Totui bohemian. <laughs> Lift their skirts up and show their knees and their thighs and their pantaloons. Mm-hmm. Get it. Their so, pantaloons. Was this the start of uh, burlesque? Um, it's not. I, I don't know. I didn't see that probably because burlesque comes a little later but it's way more risque mm-hmm. than can can dancing, you know. Uh-huh. This was like, oh my god, they're showing their, <laughs> their legs. They're showing up their skirts. They're bloomers. That's what they were under there. <laughs> so, a lot of people would come from all over the world to the Red Mill windmill, and uh, <laughs> they had like dukes and duchess come, and like low class and high class come around to drink champagne and to watch these ladies kick. Mm-hmm. their skirts up and it got a little rowdy and stuff but oh, yes, you know a lot of fun was had by by all but you know <laughs> so in 1915 so 26 years later it burned down no mm-hmm. i don't know why it burned down but it burned down and it took them until 1921 to rebuild and open it but it did get rebuilt. But it yeah. did get rebuilt get and opened. Okay. And you can go see this place still today in Paris, France, the Moulin Rouge, <laughs> the Red Windmill, and 
there's ladies in there can canning and kicking. Yes. And you can still like drink it. I saw a whole thing on it. I was like, oh my god, <laughs> I have to go here. <laughs> Yes, you can, can. Yes, you can, can, can. I knew that was We're coming. Going to do yes, that you can, lot. can, can. I can't wait. wait, wait. Well, plus, mm-hmm. I, I also read that the the drink they serve there that you always have is champagne, right? So yes, what? Okay. Yeah. So <laughs> I okay. did notice that in the movie, that was all that they were serving in the movie, and so I figured, obviously, because it is France, the birthplace of champagne. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's you know why wouldn't you? Especially if you have dukes and duchesses yeah. like in there. So, yeah, when we get drunk, have a good time, and you can still go in there. Well, I guess not today, but when this is all all said and and done, (laughs) you can go in there. You know, it's been open for over 130 years. Some history. So, yeah. This place is real. (laughs) This place is real, which I did not know as a child. Mm -hmm. I did know when I was younger. Like, oh, shit. I mean, older. I was like, okay, this place is... uh, It's really cool. It's real. The history is really cool. Yeah, so there's a little bit of horror story on the real Moulin Rouge. I like that. I think still to this day, they are one of the highest places that sells the... That has the most champagne that they serve. (laughs) <laughs> yes, they can, can, can. Ashley did a research. Can you tell? You know what? <laughs> so, Ashley, I don't know why you're not telling me these fun facts of my favorite. I'm you I can't believe I didn't know this. That is the highest. <laughs> yeah, I can't. Remember. It's in it's in my research somewhere. It's like thousands. Like the number and like the like six six figures of how much how many bottles they go through a year. Popping bottles. That's nothing. <laughs> I do that every year. Popping bottles and touching By bottles. Myself. So that is your place to go to. Yes, it is. <laughs> One, I get ladies lifting their skirts. I love it. There's also men that dance there. Hey. There is a bunch of different races now um, Good. shown on there. And they work six days a week. Dang. Damn. They do auditions all over the world for the best dancers all over the world. That's so. amazing. I love it. Yes. <laughs> so that's a little bit of history. All right. So you want to tell them what movie we're doing? Oh my As god! If they don't know. We're doing Peter Pan, right? <laughs> yes, we are. There's right, a fairy. Right. There's a fairy, right? There Tinkerbell. Is, it's a different kind of fairy. Yes, a bunch of lost boys. The yes. green fairy in this one. I am the green fairy. I don't know. Who do you pick, the green fairy or Tinkerbell? And what? Just in general. Like in a fight. No. Oh. Sure, why not? Tank. Tinkerbell. Yeah. Tinkerbell's gonna whoop that ass? If it's original Tinkerbell, not the nice Tinkerbell in the Tinkerbell movies or whatever. The not the Julia Roberts Tinkerbell? No, she wasn't. Yeah, she's yeah. not quite as feisty. She's not yeah. what I wanted for my Car- Tinkerbell. Yeah, the cartoon Tinkerbell. Cartoon Tinkerbell. Anyways. Guys, we're doing Moulin Rouge. Oh, yes. <laughs> yes, we are. Yes, we are. Uh, 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 uh. Maya. <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna have to sing all the parts, babe. We're singing. <laughs> We're singing this for karaoke when we're done. Just by the way. <laughs> I'm little Kim. Shit. Oh, <laughs> who the fuck am I? You're Missy Elliott. Missy Elliott. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. All right. I could do that. Okay. <laughs> Go fix myself a Twinkie or something. So let's talk about the stats, yo. Mm. Talk about them stats. Moulin Rouge, your stats. <gasps> this movie came out June 1st, 2001. Because mm-hmm. it wanted the world to see. I did not see it I'm coming out. on that day, but I think I saw it when it was on its way out of the theater. Mm. Mm. But yeah, I did go see it. Uh, the budget for this movie, $50 million. Damn. 
translate that 2020 money 72 million yeah okay that's, that's a healthy budget yeah well the majority of that has to go towards rights for the music yeah absolutely i mean for real <laughs> a lot of it I, I wouldn't say the majority but a lot of it i mean yeah yeah, yeah. they did pay a healthy at sum. least close to half i would have to say no, thirty million for you know, rights. I mean, all the music they use. Yeah, do you know how much music? Different. You have to pay every artist, and every artist has a different price. Right. This for is their, true. How much their songs are, and even if you're just using a little bit, they use bits and pieces of different songs. That's in a true. Song. But <laughs> I don't think it would have gone into thirty million. I think it would have been closer to like five to ten. It like was one of the most prominent songs though. is. Um, what is it? Smells like Teen Spirit? That one? You got the material, Nirvana? You got that one material one, girl? Yeah, but even just that do. one like has a big moment, and it was 125 grand to buy that song. You have the sound of music, mm-hmm. which already in itself, I don't know how much it is. The shifts are alive with the sound of music. <laughs> I love it. You got oh the police rock band. <laughs> You got to pay Elton John. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's a, it's a lot of people you're going to have to pay. That's yeah. what I'm saying. It's a lot. Yeah, I don't know how much it was, but I do you know that that Paul, one Sir Nirvana Paul song McCarthy. was 125 grand because of Paul. what's her name? Oh, I guess. And Courtney Love. Courtney Love's ass. Yeah. Yeah, we'll mm. get on her later. Just you can get on her later. I'm not <laughs> going near her. <laughs> she killed him. <laughs> I'm part of that conspiracy. Mic drop. Theory, right? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to put that one out of there. I'm some stuff. Okay. Um, <laughs> so it made 184 million dollars. Yes. yes, it did. Yes. Translated in 2020 money, that's 266 million. I think I got somebody Millions. else's top hat. Millions. It bad. does seem a little big. You don't have to wear it. It's fine. My, I got the ears to hold it up. <laughs> and Will Smith ears. <laughs> so, um, yeah, it made a lot of money. Fuck yeah. Mm-hmm. That's worldwide money. Um, and Rotten Tomatoes, critics, 76%. Oh, bitches. And audience, 89%. Okay. There you go. That's pretty accurate. I think mm-hmm. that's a pretty good score for the critics. Though. Yeah. Sure. I, I don't. I think that they're <laughs> being selfish as usual. I think that this movie is an A-rated movie. Mm-hmm. It deserves 90 or above from everybody. C. Okay, well, fresh <laughs> Zenobia, eighty percent. Not that I don't. word. I love the music. I love the costumes. I love the dancing. It's just some of the story that I'm not a big fan of. I personally have never been a big fan of love stories and it like was a boy overly love, <laughs> overly like lovey romantic movies lose me quickly so this one's a personal mm-hmm. not that the movie okay. is not worth the 90 percent. like if someone said that movie's 90 percent good i'd be like mm-hmm. accurate like i wouldn't like be like no so, so the <laughs> issue just, is with zenobia and this genre of movie correct not with, gotcha. the, movie not with the movie itself correct therefore it's a great movie it was well shot it was well written mm-hmm. and put together I just had a little problems with, you know, the whole romantic love. The speed stuff. Yeah. 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 It's just, it's just a little, it's just 
it's a lot, it's a lot of love in there. It's a lot of love. It's a I lot to invest I, in. I did read that Ewan McGregor. Invest. <laughs> <laughs> Ewan McGregor made a comment that this was his first role where he was just so much into love. It was just a lot. Love is like oxygen. <laughs> love <laughs> lifts you up where you belong. Well, All you, you need, need is love. Please don't start that again. I have to say, I would give my sixth grade self when I saw this movie 100%. <laughs> All you need is love. Curtis got to eat. <laughs> All you need is love. She she landed landed the streets. Street. All you need is love. Love, love is, is just, just a game. game. Anyway. <laughs> I give it 100. Nice. But I, I do have she to say. She cried twice this week. Because what? You're she saw it twice this week. I am. I'm a hopeless romantic. But I yeah. do have to say watching it as uh, a kid from like sixth grade. I like watched this continuously all the way to high school. Mm. That I loved this movie and I loved the infatuation of love because I'd never been in love so I I loved love and then watching it now because I haven't seen it in a very long time it, my reaction was like oh my god he's Ewan McGregor's character was like wow you are you're a puppy you're like you're just you're, so you're kind of immature what, what he was is he finally got some pussy <laughs> Is his first, he popped his cherry. It was his first one, and he was just wow. instantly like, just oh. like, oh, yeah, that's what I took off of it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, adult me took that. Yeah. Younger me, no, I was right. like, You'll end up wasting your life for the can can dancer. <laughs> yeah. yeah. What do you give it? I give it, what would I give this movie? I'm going to give it a 98%. Cool. Bravo. Yeah. The 2%. Is for one character. The, um... The batch? Yes. <laughs> the batch? The yeah. batch. The spread your legs can-can dancer. So she dances in Roxanne. Yeah. She, I, I knew those were your Yeah, the one that's You're mad because she this, said something. Because she, she likes to start shit. This play is silly. Why would the courtesan choose the penniless writer over the Maharaja. I mean, oops. oops, I mean, it's a tar player. She has no motive to say that yeah, other does. than wanting to be a bitch. Mm. She does, she's got, jealous. Yeah, she she's, got a big motive. Is that she's been working in this theater yeah. company, Can Can Cannon, and who is the bitch that's always in the front? It's a team. This team's always there. She's singing all the leads, she's and? doing nothing. She's, she's jealous. She's jealous. She's jealous. Exactly. She, that's her only motive is to stir shit up. That's a good motive. That's not a good motive. I don't think it's a good motive. It hasn't been built up. It hasn't been established that she's jealous until that moment. Mm. Like, built up it's established that she's a bitch, <laughs> but it's not established as to her being jealous of Satine. Mm. That's my only argument with the movie. I took it as the bitch was tired of being in the background. Yeah. She was like, I am tired of singing back up for this pasty red hand bitch. All I want to do is and I mean, who was past her prime I mean, in the first place? She's, she's a like phenomenal 40 dancer, years. Yeah. though. 45, yeah. probably. Yeah, but... She's a great dancer. But she a bitch. But she a bitch. Her scene, Roxanne, <laughs> is my favorite song. Oh, my God. Song. It's a great yeah. song. It's my favorite dance number. Mm -hmm. It's so sensual and, like, tragic, mm -hmm. all wrapped mm -hmm. into one. Mm -hmm. It's my favorite. It's a and hell of that, a that bitch musical is, number. And you hate her already? You're like, bitch, you're mm -hmm. not only in this fake story of him telling you about a woman Roxanne leaving him and being a hoe. Mm -hmm. We have a dance. <laughs> In the home of Buenos Aires. I just want to do that. I want to do that number. Yeah. Oh, for I sure. I mean, everyone does. Yes. 
You okay? <laughs> so get. I mean, a learning. <laughs> Looking at you, Jason. Get get a learning. Bought Skype dance parties. <laughs> we'll learn it. Choreography. Yeah. I've been doing Zumba classes. I can do choreography. Choreography free free from right. All right, the gin's kicking in. Fill me up. (laughs) (laughs) There we go. Down the rabbit hole. We don't got no absinthe, but we're going to get weird. Oh, my God. I got you. I got you. I got you. Save the bubbles. Tickles my nose. Thank you. I'm just saying. Can you imagine if we took absinthe and gin? Oh, no. We'd never get done. No. (laughs) We'd wake up the next morning here like, what the fuck? <laughs> okay, so you guys ready? Uh, yes. I shit a squirrel. You? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, champ. I think I ate your chocolate squirrel. <laughs> That's how I'm picturing tomorrow morning if we had absent. Yeah. I, <laughs> the last time we had absent on the show, it was a very strange night. Yes, I, it was. I did not like that. So, it it uh, didn't work out so well. I, I'm okay with not. We're not messing with the wormwood. I thought about it and I was like, mm, no. I'm not going to lie. If it was here, I would take a shot. But it's not. And that's the only I reason. will I find think, it. You can find I it. I will find it. And we can take it tomorrow. That's fine. Okay. But I'm just saying. Go off into France and see if you can't find the app. Kylie Minogue. <laughs> yes. Well, yeah. I'm not going to lie. She's, she's hot. This I know. Everyone found her hot. I, she's still hot. I didn't know who she was. But I did. I always <laughs> thought, like, damn, can't that green fairy is hot. Yeah. Like, yeah, if she wasn't like, three oh, inches tall, too. she'd be really hot. I just can't get you out of my head. <laughs> Ashley pointed out to me today that that's who it was. Yes. Except for the eyes. The eyes are Ozzy Osbourne. Yes. Well, that Scream. That's still his. Yeah, we'll get scream. into that. All right. We got to get into something else. Okay. Oh, yeah? <laughs> Word? You know what time it is. I don't know what time it is. Apparently, Ashley does. It's time for the motherfucking drinking Game, uh, yes, sir. <laughs> it's so good to have you back. Yes, because I can just know exactly what you're gonna do. <laughs> Fucking time. Zoom it's ruining my exactly. life, ruining our podcast. Every time, you guys, every time that they would do that over Zoom, it's just like off sync. It, it just it wasn't always so right. <laughs> Why can't I just do it right? Okay. <laughs> so. Straight up harmonized right there. Bone thugs ain't got shit on Boom, 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 boom. So, motherfucking drinking game. This was quite a hard drinking game to make. Mm. Oh. Because there is so many weird, random so uh, much. things mm-hmm. that there aren't a lot of things that are through. A through line through the whole movie that we can drink to. Mm-hmm. So, it's a little shorter of a drinking game unless you guys have something to add into these. Oh, yeah. I'm going to add some things. Um, when Christian, Christian. Oh, is sorry. on his typewriter. Ooh. I had come to write about truth, beauty, freedom, and that which I believed in above all things, love. I like that. Okay. Okay. Anytime Nicole Kidman passes out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> City costumes. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure the courses did not help her mm. on uh, passing out because bitches were passing. Healthy bitches were passing out normal just wearing yeah. the corset. Well, women in Can London say, must like, have learned not to breathe. Yeah. Oh, wait, that's a different movie. I am wearing a corset right now. How you feel? I will say, if you need to work on your posture, definitely wear a corset. All right. Because, uh, yeah. It's... The trainers, that's what they're called. <gasps> People do that. I don't know how do it's going to be when mm-hmm. I have to pee. I should do that. And it helps because it helps with your core. Up- Apparently, I don't know. There probably are some wrong I mean, like, things I, with it. This is like me slouching, but like it's forcing you me to sit slouch. straight. 
Do they have like a male corset that can help me Mm -hmm. sit up straight? They do. And it's like sweats, so it helps you lose weight in that area. I don't know. Why am I selling this? That problem area where we keep our extra cookies? (laughs) Yes. Do you guys have cookies? Yeah, lots of cookies. We'll get some cookies after this. <laughs> we'll get drunk. We'll go on a drunken walk down yes. to Seven Eleven or something. Oh yes, we are. <laughs> so let's finish this up because I need some drunken cookies. Um, <laughs> so when she passes out, so you're going to take a sip anytime the Duke is said. The Duke. Mm. Hi, the Duke. <laughs> the Duke. Duke certainly can't dance. Yes. Um, Bonk ass. The Duke's leaving. <laughs> You're dallying with the writer. I mean, he's old school on the typewriter. Just I saw yeah. you together. Yeah, he is. Just sitting there. Making a story. Making a story. Mm. You're going to rest about what he cares about most in his life. Love. Because that's all... I don't know when I, I became so cynic about love. I don't even when this movie came out in two thousand and one. I feel like I that was my downfall of this movie. It's that I didn't like all the wishy wishy. I wanted to see really? more of that. What's your beef with love? I guess I've never been in love. Not real love, I guess. I'm searching for Aww. that real love. <laughs> I don't know. It's just I'm not a like hopeless romantic person. Yeah. I can't be romantic. Rodney, I fucking I was blame say, your ass. You fucking ruined it. Rodney ruined it. <laughs> was, you beat me. I was about to say his name. <laughs> I'm so... It's been a while. She's so angry, Rodney. You ruined it for her. <laughs> Tell me Rodney didn't take you to see this movie. I know he took you to the movies. No, I didn't meet What Rodney did you guys go see? College. We watched... Uh, our first date, we went to go see. Oh, what was that movie with? See, it's taking too Robert long. Robert De Niro and Joe Pesci, not Joe Pesci, Robert De Niro and Al Pacino in it, where they were like partners. It was like the first movie that they actually like did together, and they were like, oh, looking he, for what was it called? Heat? Not Heat, not Heat. That's oh, old. Uh, it came out like that. I don't know. It was a something, cool guys. We also saw like fucking The Hangover and a bunch of other shit. He, I was Damn, a, tr- I was a good romantic person for him, and. It wasn't. It wasn't. I guess. Re- so what? Reciprocated. He did give me. He did give me so my first set of his diamonds fault. from like a dude. So. Diamonds. Diamonds. <laughs> uh, I know. Why am I not wearing <laughs> diamonds? What am I thinking about? Goddamn. <laughs> I didn't give her those diamonds. Diamonds are my birthstone. Are they? they are. And her favorite drink, champagne. She bougie. I'm bougie, huh? <laughs> Maybe that's why I'm single because I diamonds and champagne. <laughs> Cooks ain't that expensive. <laughs> it's not. I'm a cheap date. In and out, and I'm good. And a mimosa. <laughs> yeah, if I can get a double Dude, double from In and Out, sounds like it would go really well right? together. Yeah. It does. <laughs> of course, you already know. <laughs> yes, I do. It does go good. Oh, I missed you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you gonna take a simp when someone kicks. Mm-hmm. So when they're doing the can can can, all the high kicks and shit. I'm not gonna say every individual person, but like if you see a group of people kicking, yeah, it's a lot of kicking. Uh, Nicole <laughs> Kidman be kicking. Yeah, a uh, little um, small person girl that uh, sings right after Nicole Kidman oh. passes out. Yes. She be kicking. She be kicking. The dudes in the she got a voice too. Yeah, <laughs> the dudes in the ver- uh, like a version movie. I was gonna uh, say yeah, touch for the very first time. Feels so good inside. 
creepy ass. <laughs> is the, that is my least favorite song, and I don't like yeah. a lot of the ballad songs between them. That's my fir- that's, favorite comical song. He's just just so because of the Duke weird. and how right. weird he is. He's too weird he's for me. He's so weird. The whole time I'm just like, he's such a raper. I can't. <laughs> he, he is. I can't. He for sure he's is. He's such a raper. Okay. So, um, you won't take a sip. Uh-huh. When you see somebody drink. Ooh. So they have some champagne. Yes. Like with Zamo. Mm-hmm. So you be drinking that absinthe left absinthe. and right. Absinthe. Those bohemians drink a lot. Job in Paris. Here's to your first job in Paris. <laughs> <laughs> Dancing with the green fairy just out there. Uh-huh. Then he's out there getting drunk again all by himself. He is. How wonderful life is. Any other <laughs> fire next to him? It's so weird. I'm Dude. Like, You're going to burn your I love off. him in this movie. Mm-hmm. He does do a good job. Um, you going to take a simp. When Harold is that the dude, the guy who runs Harold? Her? Yes, you Harold Zidler. Yes, every time and his diamond dogs. <laughs> every time he be spying on her. Let's have a little peekaboo. Right on, doggy. Because oh. he be looking at her through the window and it's like fucking mm-hmm. stethoscope. Mm-hmm. Wait, no, wrong. Yeah. He's he's a creeper Wait, for sure. He's always not like yeah. That's like what doctors. So like, yeah. Uh, immediately I knew it was wrong. Though. Immediately, Jen hasn't got But me he yet. is always spying on yes, her. Like when they're dancing, true. he's like looking through the curtains. That Duke certainly can't he, dance. He lives like across the street, mm-hmm. like right above her, so he could like look into mm-hmm. her apartment. Mm-hmm. My like, little strawberry. Yeah, he's so be weird. Creeps. He be creeps. So um, <laughs> when he be creeping on her, yeah, take a sample. Mm. I don't think it's a sexual thing though. I think he's just about that money. Yeah, I do get that, but either fucking way, uh huh, so creepy. Yeah, if you don't sign up for Big Brother, then no, someone shouldn't be watching you <laughs> all the goddamn time. Okay, this is so creep. And watching it as a adult, I was like, ew, and he looks creepy, and he's always just like, oh, yeah. what is she doing? Who's is she? Oh, she better be fucking him. Like she, he knows that that's what she's supposed to be doing, right? And he's. Peeping on her. Yeah, he's making sure things are going accordingly. And then once he's like, oh, they're having sex. Oh, they're having sex. I'm like, right like, on target. I can't remember what he says right at that target. moment. Right on target. <sighs> I just think of John Leguizamo again. He's got a huge talent. <laughs> <laughs> Which is why after he sang to her, she was just like, yes, for real, I'm going to stay with your uh-huh. broken ass. Uh-huh. uh-huh. Laying that pipe. <laughs> so, um, so it's a bit funny. Feelings, feelings inside. Inside. So it's my first boner. <laughs> <laughs> so you gonna finish your drink? I'm working on it. When the two lovers meet. Mm. So when they meet, you gonna finish the drink? Like when he first sees her, or when he she like shines her titties in his face and is like, "I believe you are expecting me." Yes. That's what I'm gonna say. Yeah, okay. when yes. she when she swings yes. up to his little area, <laughs> and he won't dance with her. Mm-hmm. Oh, 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 oh my oh. god, that Ugh. that irritates me. Me too. We'll get mm-hmm. we'll get on mm-hmm. we'll get on it. <laughs> so uh, you gonna finish your drink? Finish that drink. When Why the, are you looking at me? Because <laughs> when the dude oh. sings. Like a virgin. Nice. Okay. He's standing over Zidler. Ah, 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 ah. 
<laughs> because all I want to be focused on during that is finishing the drink and it's making another one. Because yes. it's creepy. <laughs> so you need another drink after that oh number. Touch ball, that but a- apparently, <laughs> you guys, apparently like he's so that, creepy and like ratty. That, Sorry, babe, go ahead. No, that song, that whole number took... It's. I read a week to film. Nice. I don't know if that means a, w- a week of like five filming days or like a week's worth of seven filming days, but not consecutively. Ooh, I don't yeah. know. Either way, like that's still a long time. That's a long ass time <laughs> to do a musical number. Can I give you a fun fact? Yeah. Uh. They had to uh, mop the floor with Coca Cola so that the dancers wouldn't slip while they're kicking and yeah. dancing around the floor. Which is, which is weird to me, because I, I get they're wearing dress shoes, which are super slippery. Uh-huh. But they're doing war- a lot like, of kicking. But wardrobe can put rubber on the bottom of their shoes, or art department could have just made the floors not slippery. Or they could have bought a two-liter bottle <laughs> for three fifty because they they probably the already was over budget with a million dollars worth of yeah. music. And uh, so they're trying to save by buying Coke. Yeah, they just did the cheapest <laughs> way possible, like pouring Coke so, all around. I mean, it's an easy fix. I Not just, only that, yeah. maybe they didn't have the supplies on the day. Maybe it was a situation maybe. that they in filmmaking that's what happens. Well, what's you have curveballs yeah. all the time. Yeah. Well, I just want you to think about that the next time you yeah. watch the that scene, and just think of them being like. I was yeah. like, that's that's sticky as fuck. Like. For, I was thinking of like, like for sound, theater. it like when they walk, it's like. Oh, I'm sure the whole thing was done. Uh, <laughs> dubbed over. Dubbed over. Well, there, I'm ninety uh, percent sure there was no sound for that entire thing anyway, because they sang. M-O-S. Yeah, they sung all that in the studio. Mm-hmm. Comes from the German word "mikt auf sound." And they're like, it's okay. only video. I never knew that. You Wait, did not know say that. It, say well, it in English again, not in an accent. <laughs> But it the term is MOS. <laughs> it's yeah, right. literally uh, it's an abbreviation for "mikt auf" sound. It's a German phrase. Oh. But basically, in English, it means no sound. And now you know. <laughs> the more you know. <laughs> That's half the battle. What's up, Playhouse West that was really Film cool. School? I didn't know that. Yeah, GI Joe. <laughs> Okay. I'm going to give you a little more slack on your... Thank there you. There you go. Okay, so... Uh, you going to finish your drink. One more time. When she dies. Oh! oh, 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 oh. That is a sad-ass scene. Yeah. Dude, I think they both did a fantastic do- job in that death scene. Yeah. So... Like he is, un- it's one of those situations where he is crying uncontrollably. Uncontrollably. Yeah. Well, yeah, he met her about a month ago and he lost his virginity to her. He lost <laughs> I didn't want you to think of the story that way because it makes a lot more sense. You know, <laughs> don't ruin this movie for me. <laughs> it was his first lay. It was his first lay, but he was also already in love with the idea of being in love. Yes. And she was not. It was far from her first lay. She mm-hmm. was in love with that D because he was well endowed. He was well endowed, but more so than that, she was in love long before then. She was entranced by his passion when he was all nervous and everything, and, and then all of a sudden he got her attention when he looks out, out the window of the elephant and he sings at the top of his lungs, you know. What is he saying? I don't know. I can't hit that My note. My gift is love. 
You can do it. I know you can do I'm it. I'm sorry, but if Ewan McGregor opened his mouth and sang like that to me, I would have been, I would have fell in love right away and dropped right. my panties. <laughs> See, we were talking about dropping panties earlier, and now it's in the podcast. There'd be a, I don't uh, blame. Well, there'd be a hole in China. <laughs> I, I don't blame. I don't blame Satine for falling in love with him. All right, him I'm gonna learn how to hit that note. My gift Whoa. is my soul. <laughs> oh, ooh, 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 ooh. You notice I looked away from the mic. <laughs> But it did reverberate <laughs> off the walls. It was that was some bad. echo in this. That wasn't that bad. Wasn't that, bad. Was that was pretty, pretty good. Pretty, it's pretty it's good. the champagne. <laughs> this is making you feel good. But like when he hits those notes, immediately all the lights in Paris light up. Oh yeah. I like. They want to know like who the fuck is that? <laughs> and she's in the room. She's like, oh, okay. You so got my have, attention. I don't have the fake pant. <sighs> No. <laughs> yes, this is what I want, naughty words. Oh, yes, yes. Oh, yes, 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 yes. Don't stop, don't stop. Let mommy help you. <laughs> Does that inspire you? <laughs> She's so weird. And she tries to pop him some champagne and oh, yeah. said no. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I would never say no. <laughs> right? If, if I was the Duke, I would have taken that champagne. Right? Like, homeboy's like, can I offer you a drink? If you Is like, that how he talks? <laughs> yeah, the old man. Oh. <laughs> the old man. They're imitating the Duke. No. <laughs> no, when everybody um, comes in and they're like, how's the rehearsal going? This well, is like the most comedic and dramatic movie ever, so I'm just going to be quoting it. the whole thing. Yes. I'm sorry. In, in Don't be sorry. <laughs> I get that, to do all my voices tonight. Do you? Is that the drinking game or I have some stuff to add? Yeah, go ahead and add. <laughs> Throw it in there, babe. Um, I say drink every time someone says the, says love, mm. says the word love. Okay. <laughs> it's about love. Love? Because through some research that I read, apparently the word love or lover or just love in general is said 143 times Damn. in the movie. <laughs> we should so, be lovers. We gotta get drunk. We can't do that. <laughs> it's a movie about love. Get drunk while, yeah. I like that. Okay. Oh, I actually have another one. What's that? I want you to take a sip every time you can identify a song, but you have to say, like, the name of the song and who sings the song. So you're like, Material Girl, Madonna, you know? So if you can make it into a game where, like, if you're the first one who says the song and artist right, Mm -hmm. Everybody, Everybody else, else has, has to drink. drink. Ooh, I love That's it, kind of love fun. It, love it, love it. <laughs> yes, exactly. All right. So yeah. I like well, that. I'm not going to add too much then. I'm just going to add one thing, and it's more of a techie situation. So take a drink every time that you see the movie Fast Forward. I had a feeling you were going to say that. Yeah. So when it's usually with Harold Zidler, like when he's doing the backflips and then all of a sudden he's like, can, can, can. He or when he's talking to the Duke inside the elephant and he's like, <laughs> you know, <laughs> that, is. that is so exciting. The audience will stop at cheers. So exciting. It will run for 50 years. I love it because that the really is on cool. and on, man. Because it feels like what someone would do if they were trying to make up dance on the spot mm-hmm. for everybody to get like they're not doing anything really just like jumping up and down uh-huh. like, okay everyone do this do it like this they're, like, <laughs> they're all on the same page yeah. except the well here. minus the duke yeah he's a weirdo and in the end should someone die dead silence so, so exciting <laughs> <laughs> like, no, dude, I don't know no you fucking weirdo 
<laughs> but that's my thing. Uh, that's my little addition because that's a signature Baz Luhrmann thing. Mm, it's very true. Is. Our very director. True. All right. Well, that's the motherfucking drinking game. Yes. I'm so happy right now. All right. So can I break you off a little bit of Broadway her story <gasps> yes but after to the you Moulin bump Rouge. this <laughs> you must bump this I will bump mm. we got some Broadway her story All right. yes. so some of you guys might not know because it is quite recent mm-hmm. but Moulin Rouge has been turned into a Broadway musical it's about fucking time into a theater it's about time <laughs> theater. so uh <laughs> It is about time. Yeah, it is. I mean, if you're going to turn any movie into For a sure. musical. Definitely. So Moulin Rouge, when it came out in 2001, mm-hmm. was the beginning of the musical yeah. rebirth that yeah. we are kind of seeing as Modern day right now. I don't know why I thought you were going to say the Bohemian Revolution. <laughs> no, Bohemian no, that was 1901. Basically. 100 years before. <laughs> exactly. It is, right? Oh, yes. That's true. Congratulations to your first Bohemian Revolution show. <laughs> yes. And so <laughs> it came out and it was like the first musical nominated for an Oscar mm-hmm. in like 40 years, 30 yeah. years, something like that. It was uh, something crazy. Yeah. I don't know if it was that long. I think it was like it, 10 or 20. First, but it was a long ass time. The first one, uh, Beauty and the Beast, in 1992. That's what I read. Oh, you're That's right. What I read. It was, was... Well, it was nominated for Best Picture. Best Picture. Best Picture. Like, it'd been a long time before something was nominated, a musical was nominated for mm-hmm. Best Picture. And it was a good jukebox musical, and mm-hmm. people enjoyed it. So, finally, yeah. it, they turned it into a Broadway finally. musical. Finally. I love it. God so damn. July, it took 20 years, guys. Yeah, oh, July 25th, 2019, this show dropped on the old Broadway. Mm-hmm. And that's really all the facts that I have on it. No. That's because COVID shut it because down. Because COVID oh shut God. it down. Don't Dude. make me sad. I literally <laughs> tried to find, I was like, well, how many runs has it had thus far? And yeah. I couldn't even There's find nothing that. Because, There's yeah. nothing. I also tried to do a little so, bit of. It's yet to be. Yeah. Created. That yeah. Herstory. I mean, they're going to have another season out there so we can all fully get to love <laughs> it. Um, but yeah, from what I can see in here, it is a smash success. Yeah, it has to be. Now, since we are talking about a Broadway show, a musical, I did try to do some work on Tony's okay. facts. What's a Tony? Uh, it's an Antoinette Perry. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, I know that. She is the bomb. <laughs> I tried to find out what is the qualifications for you to make it on the old Broadway. And apparently it changes every like year. There's new standards of what really? it is. Hmm. So like even the cutoff date of when you can even submit for an Antoinette Perry Award is changes. So okay. like in 2017, it was like, April 24th, but then in like 2018, it was like May 30th, or just like something real. Like, hmm. their standards for like what works was quite hard for me to figure out. Figure out. 
maybe next year I'll know some more about it. Cause I, <laughs> I started going down a rabbit hole and I was like, I'm coming up with nothing, but I'm wasting so much time looking at this. But yeah, it's kind of like secretive. Like I don't really Interesting. know mm. if someone else out there knows. Let a sister know because she just uh, email. Because she, I want to. Nice camera cocktails. Yeah. With your headshot and resume. And no ass. Zenobia is single. Dick <laughs> <Take> pics. <laughs> Well, you just made me a little sad. In the headline, in the subject line, parentheses, dick, dick, pic. dick pics. I won't open it. <laughs> 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 Trying to see that shit? No, you just, you made me a little sad because this movie was one of the movies I watched continuously with my gay best friend, Jeremy Rodriguez. Why you gotta be who, a gay best friend? Because he was be my first best gay friend. best friend. Because he, he wasn't just a regular guy. Best friend, he's a gay best friend. He's, he's, That's a different. That's the gay best friend. <laughs> he, he, I've met Jeremy. I know Jeremy, and he is the the <laughs> the relationship. When met the Jeremy Rodriguez. Relationship between a straight girl and the gay best friend. It's it's a bond that can't be broken. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like they will scratch your eyes out mm-hmm. for each other. Yep. I'm just saying. But we not watched, even the girl. We watched this movie. They both. Like, we watched this movie religiously, and we've we always told each other when we were kids, growing up doing theater, like, oh, well, we'd love to be in this musical. If they ever, they have to make a musical of Mulan If they Rouge. ever did blind casting. I mean, yeah, they are name doing is blind Ashley casting Ashley Leung, right now. and his name is Jeremy Rodriguez. <laughs> we would, I'm not saying your voices aren't perfect for I mean, for we'd it, always but. sing this song to the top of our lungs, and we were just in love with this musical. Let me hear you right and, now. Audition. But what I wanted to say was this year of 2020 I was planning on visiting Jeremy Mm -hmm. in Pittsburgh and then I was going to take him to New York with me and see this musical together because we would always talk about it as kids and now that it was finally on Broadway I wanted to treat him as his birthday gift to have us see this musical together but then fucking coronavirus happened, and this just isn't our year, but it will yeah, happen. You did tell me about that. <laughs> it will be back next yeah. year. I mean, well, the Tonys have been postponed. Like, everything's The been whole postponed. year has Everything. Been. <laughs> I don't know how they're going to figure things out. It's just a big asterisk on 2020. Yeah. It's going to take at least a year to get back on track with everything. But we're not here for that. <laughs> this is the one time we'll ask, I'll say that hopefully Jeremy doesn't listen to this episode. <laughs> and then you can still surprise him next year. <laughs> delete it. Delete it. Delete it. <laughs> All right. Well, that's come on, babe. Audition right now. What would you be your audition song for this Broadway play? I don't know. <laughs> I don't want to. I don't want to stop. You're putting me on the spotlight. <laughs> You're a theater person. She can't do you it on the spot. Jump to these moments. Obviously, become what may. Come what may. <laughs> yes, that's exactly how it sounds. That's how it's supposed to be, Rasan, right? And I give you a <laughs> fun fact. Ooh. Wow. Come what may. You ready? I make you sound so good. <laughs> <laughs> so, come what may mm-hmm. is the only original song in this entire and movie. It's so good. And it is. it was originally written for... Romeo and Juliet, the 1996 movie with my bae, Leo DiCaprio <laughs> in it. Who's bae? My bae. Word? Bae bae. That's my dude. Yeah, your dude, yeah, that's my bae. dude. Um, yes, it was. Oh, you mean that Baz Luhrmann movie? <laughs> exactly. And so it was not 
it, it wasn't used. It wasn't used for the movie. Yeah. So they saved it. And it was like, you know where we could put this? Yeah. Moulin Rouge. Mm. And another love movie. <laughs> but because it was not written for Moulin Rouge initially, it was not eligible to receive a nomination for the Academy Award. That's no. right. Yeah. yeah. For best original song, it could be used. It could, it, it should have won, honestly, but it yeah. couldn't be nominated. I don't know nominated. what uh, song won that year, but it definitely would have been a contender. Yeah. I have a theory about this Isn't as well. Isn't that Titanic? It's probably my heart will go on. No, no, no. no in no, 2001, 2001, when Mulan oh. came out. What do I think? Oh, I'm thinking... Romeo and Juliet. Yeah. So I have a theory as to why it wasn't used in Romeo and Juliet. Mm. And that is because your boy Leo cannot sing. (laughs) So he actually wanted to be in Moulin Rouge. Mm -hmm. And he even auditioned in private with Baz Luhrmann. It was just him, Baz, and a piano. And he did a little bit of singing. I want to say that he sang Stand By Me or something along those lines. And Baz was like, yeah, Leo, I don't think this is going to work. Isn't he Australian? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. That's about how good I could do. It's a little cockney, isn't it? It's very cockney. I get I get confused with Australians and British. They're good day, mate. Wait, I can I can find it. Down on that. No, no, denuncio. It's not. It's, it's I, more of a draw. Yeah, I'm not gonna find good it right day, now. Good day, mate. Baz is a little different. Baz. Okay, so let's talk about him. All right, Baz Lerman. <laughs> let's hit him. All right, Baz Lerman. Born in New South Wales, Australia. Now he doesn't do. He doesn't speak uh, like the "good day, mate" type <laughs> of uh, accent. Baz is an amazing director. He's one of my favorite directors. I love his point of view. He is very much about his production yeah. design. Mm-hmm. When you look at this. When you look at Romeo and Juliet, when you look at The Great Gatsby, his pictures are beautiful. Mm-hmm. I, yes. And it does feel like Romeo and Juliet in this movie, and mm-hmm. that's probably why I liked it. It's because it felt like that one so much. We should watch that after this, after we go get Midnight I actually, Cookies. I haven't watched that movie in a very long time, Me so neither. I'm down. Romeo and Juliet? Yeah. yeah. And The Great Gatsby was beautifully shot. Yes. I'm not a fan of the story initially. Of Gatsby? Yeah. Mm. Just, like the ending is just not... Well, Gatsby. It's, it's another not... love story. Yeah. It's another love story. <laughs> They're all love stories. Damn it. It's another But love we're going to watch Romeo and Juliet. Do I have a type that I don't like? Maybe. Possibly. But in the end, should someone die? <laughs> yeah. Maybe that's why I like those ones. We're going to watch R&J I, after this. Can I just point out that the production designer... Catherine, what's her name? Zeta Joe. Her name was Catherine Martin, close. Catherine Martin was the production designer on Moulin Rouge and uh, Great Gatsby. And nice. she won for both. Nice. Yeah. God, I'm sitting there. Great so Gatsby she is, is beautiful. Now, who saddled talented. their horse to who? Was it Baz who saddled to Catherine, or was it Catherine that saddled to Baz? Usually with a director like Baz, you settle with Baz. Yeah. And by all means, he, stick with it, girl. Yeah. You're going to get another one. But he they, has a type of movie that he likes to make. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And 
he has to find people that can do that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So she was just on the top of the list of being very good at what she does yeah. because so she is two time Oscar nominated or Oscar won? Win- winner. Oscar winner. winner. Ah. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Why does this remind me of Jim Carrey's <laughs> speech at the Golden Globes? <laughs> Hello everybody. I am two time Golden Globe winner, Jim Carrey. <laughs> but they they both um, Baz and Catherine both did research together for this movie in Paris. And in India. India! It's yes. in India! Yes. <laughs> I'm sure. sorry, I'm a little drunk. <laughs> yeah, they, they did their research together. I'm going to take off the yeah. top hat. Yeah, they said they like went for a month and yeah. like learned their shit. Yeah, they watched Bollywood movies and in I'm India. Sure, you know how to dance like that. And I'm sure. Tell me that isn't so cute on her head cute. versus mine. You did. I feel like you should be like putting on the ribs. <laughs> All right, let me see it then. So they. Uh, hey, Robin. Oh no. <laughs> nice throw. So um, I they got to go to the real Moulin Rouge yes. and check it out. They like you said they did their research, so they try to figure out what time period of the Moulin Rouge they'd like to focus on mm-hmm. and it says 1900 or yeah. 1900 yeah i can't remember which one. so that means it's right before them it's like the turn being, of the century yeah the turn of the century so this is before it burnt down mm-hmm. this is when all the dukes and duchess were really coming in there <laughs> so i mean it they they picked their time period yeah. and in the history of moulin rouge yeah. and making the city of paris which is usually featured as being Obviously, the city of love, but mm-hmm. like the like it's 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 always a backdrop of whatever story is placed there. Mm-hmm. But I felt like in this movie, like Paris drop backdrop was Moulin Rouge. Mm-hmm. Like yes. everything was heightened to yeah. the feel of this small. Brawl, bar yeah. Even the whatever. moon has a face. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. right. Creepy ass. Yeah. Isn't it the moon that's singing at the yeah. end? It's like, oh, no, 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 That's how it goes, right? <laughs> I do appreciate that Baz went with a more modern take of of showing the 1900s Moulin Rouge, mm-hmm. it was it was modernized a lot, like not only high with, saturation. Yeah, not only with the music, but with the camera movements, and even with the production design and costume design, it was modernized. And the music. To, that's what I said. The music. Oh, you did. Sorry. <laughs> you the gin's in you. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he likes so weird. He likes to do the period pieces, mm-hmm. but done modern mm-hmm. and it keeps style. it keeps the audience's interest mm-hmm. it keeps it interesting which is just it's, so cool that's his little stamp because he he either turns something super old and something modern like Romeo and Juliet which is like the oldest of the oldest shit mm-hmm. but made it so that it was in now yeah their swords are guns yeah. their horses are cars you know so like cool. yeah what these heartless hind yeah you know like the, he, he flipped it where you're like oh I've never really seen it like this and then he did Moulin Rouge and Gatsby, Gatsby where they're set in an old period but they're still using modern music mm-hmm. and you know film New music. style mm-hmm. you know of doing things and it it works yeah and, and even can pull it off. I might point out 
his uh, executive producer, creator, collaborator of The Get Down. Oh, okay, okay. Mm-hmm. Also, old music, new style. Mm-hmm. Don't get me wrong, season two, I don't know if he was on it or not, kind of tanked. But season one was the shit. Yeah. It was good. Hot damn. <laughs> yeah. it was it's good. a new day. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, there there was a lot of things that happened on this set. Oh? One of the things that happened on the set is that he found out, Bass found out that his father passed away. Yeah. So he did have to take some time off to collect himself and mourn and mm-hmm. grieve for day one. everything yeah. yeah day one of filming he yeah. passed away yeah so uh it put them out the gate behind mm-hmm. schedule because yeah. there's a lot of things you can do in film you can replace a, you know the lighting guy the cinematographer you can even replace your star yeah but one thing that is almost impossible to do is to replace your director right like, especially director. Baz Luhrmann yeah, yeah because there's nobody out there like replacing him, him the man who co-wrote this yeah. <laughs> script and has the vision in his head. Yeah, it's in it's here. Not, it's Hidden away, yeah. lock and key. Yeah. Nobody else can get to it but him. You can't You can't replace him. So no. they were... They started back. off behind. Yeah. Up shit's but, creek. But before his father... This deep. Before yeah. his father died, his father did tell him, focus on the movie. Yes, he did. So that's why at the end credits, it has a mem- in memory of and in his father's name. Yeah. At the end of the movie. Mm-hmm. I don't be paying attention because <laughs> you don't be watching them DVD credits. I mean, can can can. No, <laughs> I'm not a big DVD like watch the unless the songs on the trailer yeah. like on the credits are yeah. good. They Work, are working at the theater for many moons. That's true. You when you're an usher, you yeah. stand outside waiting for the people who sat there to look at everybody's name, even though they don't know nobody in the goddamn movie. And but I we do that think, when we do know I get it, people. but you know the people in the movie. Okay. These people don't know. <laughs> the They're just sitting there. And I understand. Because you could just IMDB and see that they were on the movie. Mm-hmm. I went and saw it. I'd go all Billy Walsh on somebody. Show some respect for the below the line people. But all I'm trying to do is clean up the popcorn that you spilled. <laughs> I didn't so order that the next I take, person. I take. I always throw my trash away. We do. Throw your, throw we're very. We're away. great moviegoers. <laughs> yeah. I fucking hate people. Don't, don't leave your cups away. and your popcorn. I think Dude, probably pick after, up after yourself. I swear, you do that shit at home. I swear. After this quarantine and when movie theaters open back up, it'll probably be a requirement to throw away your own fucking trash so that Good. the employees don't have to touch your. Germs and Mama shit. didn't teach you how to pick up after yourself. <laughs> shit, who, I'm gonna tell you, Daddy. Who just throws popcorn on the floor? Right? Kids. Who do that? Kids. The same motherfucker that throws their heels on the next arm uh, seat. Yeah, I do that. That's me. But I don't drop the I don't drop <laughs> the popcorn. That I mean, you make sure that there's nobody sitting like to well, the left. Well, that's why. Yeah, right, no, if no one's sitting in front of but me. But that's why I always choose Margot the, Robbie does that. the handicap aisle with the bar in front of your feet. So you put your feet on the. Yeah, floor. we're very. <laughs> we we love those seats that are right. Behind the handicap, the hand- don't y'all give away need- our secret. No, y'all need to step your game Dude, up. Dude, shut up. Go to theaters that have reclining <laughs> seats so you don't gotta put your feet on. Oh, somebody. those dinner and a movie theaters are dope. Or just one with like your seat. Yeah, I'll the get one a I used to work fat at. Fat ass cheeseburger. All you do is push the button, you lean back, your feet kick up. I gotta put my feet on nobody's back of the seat. I gotta recline. Next time I go to one of those, I'm gonna be like, hey, how's it going, buddy? You know how to make a good fella? <laughs> 
I brought some limoncello with me. Don't worry about it. I got you. Smash, <laughs> you pull the limoncello out of the purse. Sir, you're not supposed to. Hey, you want a tip or not? Shut up. Shut up. Make me my good fella. Keep them coming. I think, um... Thank you, Linus. I think, I think Baz is a fan of putting hidden gems in movies. Oh? Yeah. Oh, you got one? Yeah. Apparently. Yes. Tell me this. I don't remember yes. the name of the sign, but the the apartment building or motel that Ewan McGregor stays at. Oh. That sign, I don't remember what it says, but it's like, it's an... This French, is Madden. Do you know what I'm talking about yes. when they show him like through the window and then right. there's that sign? What's yeah. it say? <laughs> I don't know what the sign says. It says something. What's it say? There's some <laughs> words, possibly some numbers on but it. But that same sign is shown in Romeo and Juliet. Okay. In the beach. It's the same sign. Nice. Ooh. They tied it together. Jelly bean. I forget. Don't you tell me what the fuck it says? I forget. No. Y'all gotta watch the movie to find out. <sighs> And then did you notice? Did you I'm notice kidding. that Baz is fine. At, Baz is, yeah. um, at the end when Ewan McGregor is writing the story when uh-huh. he's all sad in his apartment. And he's finally it, coming well, it to it zooms in uh, at his window and it goes like into his room. Yeah. There's the bird in the cage. Uh-huh. Right outside is the canary. That's yeah, the yeah, same yeah. bird that was in Nicole Kidman's dressing room. Word? Oh shit. Mm-hmm. Okay. Give me another one. That's all I can think of. So far. <laughs> okay, give us more. <laughs> I got one. What What you got? So we know that Baz and other people in this cast is from Australia. Mm-hmm. Australia. Um, and he did something pretty cool. What did he do? So, the Australian premiere of this movie mm-hmm. was held in a small country town called. Tari? Okay. That sounds, it sounds right. Okay. It sounds right. Tari. I gotta say it with confidence. He was in a small country town called Tari. <laughs> and uh, that's 200 miles outside, uh, 200 miles north of Sydney. And I would drive 200, 200 miles and I would drive 200 more just to be the man who walks inside a bad Lerman movie tonight here yes. we go oh my God. <laughs> okay, so, uh, so it's 200 miles north of Sydney and Baz that's where his family was like in a smaller town outside of that one and they had a family-owned gas station company, or station, I mean, uh-huh. for them to, you know, they're part of the community. So he held it at this small town, and he sold tickets, and he sold 250 tickets, and they were selling them at, like, drugstores. No shit. Yeah. And this is in 2001, yo. He's doing this in his small Australian little... Aww hood because he wanted his people to be like he wanted his yes community yeah. to see this movie, to see this movie. that's really cool it's like, I, your boy did good come and check me out your boy <laughs> did great hell yeah he did and i am a fan i am a fan i love best i can always tell his movies i don't know what that was greetings from the interior yeah so i always do i i feel like when i see his movies i know they're his movies oh yeah he has a very specific handprint on his movies he does and he's great yeah um this movie opened 
not opened, but when they like did a sneak peek of this movie, mm-hmm. they took it to a small, I don't know, somewhere around here, but they took it somewhere outside of the city. Calabasas, probably. And <laughs> they didn't tell anybody what movie it is. And this reminds me a lot of how they did it in my hometown, Riverside, for mm-hmm. the movie Come With the Wind. Okay. So they like kind of went into place and refused to tell people what this movie was going to be that they were going to be able to watch. Mm-hmm. Hey, you want to see a free movie? You want to see Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Sure. <laughs> if you like, you want to see free? Yes. I don't uh-huh. know. I don't care what the la- the next word is. Uh-huh. Y- yes. Let's go see this. Not if you Mackay Pfeiffer. Free comes with your dick right up your ass there, Jimmy. Have you ever had a dick <laughs> up your ass? Not that bad. I don't know. <laughs> 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 I'm just joking, but you left that door open. Curveball. There you, you go. You left that door nicely open. <laughs> <laughs> But wow! <laughs> so they did this premiere, and people watched it, and some people left because you know they did something was a musical, and some people just haters handle the fact that musicals are so much better than any kind of form of entertainment, right? Because <laughs> acting, and singing, and dancing—the three best things that you want. Musical. They were probably a they, musical. They were, they, were, they were probably Republicans that walked out. I'm just kidding. Wow, wow! You're trying to get us in trouble on the show. I didn't say that. We don't that. talk politics but or religion. <laughs> She's probably right. There. I it mean, was people who did not appreciate the great musical talents of this cast. Yes. Yeah. So they walked out, and the majority of the people stayed Fuck and yeah. enjoyed it. Like the majority of the world who watched this movie. Yeah stayed and enjoyed it so they made a point of not saying that it was a musical because they wanted people to Stay give it a chance and, yeah. and it kind of worked and yeah. they saw that the people that enjoyed it were all different ages and races and genders mm-hmm. that you know they were like oh we got this we, in the we bag got this. Yeah. fuck yeah so yeah. i think that's pretty cool that little awesome. soft open i like that mm-hmm. it was a rock pop opera musical it's so a jukebox musical, man. It's where you take pop songs, rock songs, and you put them in a musical mm-hmm. that they're not intended to necessarily be in. Is that like Rock of Ages? Yes. yes. Okay. I like that movie. I did read that Baz took the stories of uh, two opera, no, three operas. Four to operas. Make, <laughs> three, his three operas to make the story of Moulin Rouge. <laughs> I mean, it feels very... One fish, two fish, three fish, floor. <laughs> it feels very... Uh, what the story is? Yeah. Romeo and Juliet. So I get that. Oh, we, like... we watched that movie recently. <laughs> What's that story? <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm drunk. I've never heard of it. Oh my goodness. What's that story? <laughs> yes. So it's one of those... No. I'm cutting you off. Shit. You're too no, slow to Stop it. No. Oh, no. He is very excited that you're back, obviously. <laughs> she fucked up. But Give her that one. There's, there's more in here. All I want to say is, I better be able to get some cookies out of this. <laughs> I, I hope 7-Eleven didn't change their hours. All right. Give me that one. Mean? There's more in that one. Oh, my God. <laughs> you're the one that told me that the podcast works better when I'm drunk. It does. It's like the drunk train. Yeah, because you're, you're the one it editing work this if you're episode. Not drunk. Oh, shit, you're right. Hey, it's 111. You think you're better than me? 
<laughs> you think you're better than me? <laughs> I went on the Jersey train and I hey! <laughs> I went on the train from New York to Jersey to go visit family and I watched that episode <laughs> while I was on it because I was like so excited. I was like, oh my god, I'm on the train. You're I'm on the on drunk the train. train. I love it. Yep. <laughs> you think you're better than me? <laughs> so yeah. It doesn't work unless you're drunk. I was Quite drunk and pretty buzzed. Nice. Means me and uh, Helen just meaning crossfaded. Yeah, we uh, <laughs> killed a blunt before I got there, so that was nice. Helen, I miss Helen. She's so uh, great. I miss you, boo. Okay, All right. so Baz Lerman. That's what we were talking about. <laughs> yes. All right. Before we move on from Baz, I will say he's got a new project coming out. It is an untitled Elvis Presley project. Hmm. Interesting. I don't know if I'm on board or not, but I do love Baz Luhrmann. Can that I say, being said, I Tom say, Hanks is in it, so I know you're on board. You just changed, down. <laughs> you just changed what I was about to say. I was about to be like, you know, there has not been a successful Elvis Presley movie ever. Like, I feel like it always either gets like underdone or. It's just not what anybody wants. No, no one's like, "Oh, did you see that new Elvis Presley like yeah. biopic?" No, it's, that's never happened ever. But you said Tom Hanks is in it. Exactly. I already think it should be nominated for an Academy Award. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I say give it a chance because Tom Hanks is the greatest actor. How come we don't do enough movies of his? I don't know. We did one. Can that's... we do Castaway? Castaway, cast big. <laughs> Fuck yes. Uh, you could just big. do a whole year of Tom Hanks wait, movies. Wait. I want Bachelor Party. <laughs> <laughs> We're going way back. Okay. Before Splash. I like this. I was about to say Splash. I was going to be like Splash, uh, the, Burbs. the Burbs. That's probably my second favorite. We have I love the a league of their own, dude. <laughs> Got him. Yeah. I totally forgot about it. You know what? Just to see him throw the glove at what is his name? The fat ass Stillwell kid. Angel. <laughs> He's like, I got, got him. Got him this time. We're gonna win. We're gonna, you're gonna win. You're gonna win. Fat ass. Oh, I love Tom Hanks. Well, I will say that they cast a some I don't care. You virtually unknown to play Elvis Presley, As you which should. I think that you should exactly yeah. you should. because. Elvis himself is too big of a mm-hmm. icon for you to put somebody like Thor in there. Yeah. Sure. When you put a famous person in, you're trying to put a square peg in a round hole. Stop <laughs> it. Well, Find ba- somebody who's right for the part. Baz did say that he was looking for like a good good actors to play the role of Satine. Uh-huh. And uh, why am I blanking on McGregor's character? Christian! Christian! Christian. Who had to be strong actors, but that's my pot question. That's my pot. But could also sing. Yes. Sorry, Leo. Sorry, Leo. I love you, dude. You're my dude. Yeah, you're a great actor. To my dying day. You're a great actor. Lincoln of West Side Story, him. But I can't sing either, man. I get it. Maybe it's uh, Scorpios. I don't know. Lincoln of West Side Story, him. I probably would have been pissed. I would have been upset. But you know, if you can sing that good, play the part. I would have known about it for years later, and by that time, I would have already liked it. So yeah. That's fine. I'm yeah. glad that he didn't do it. He yeah. don't need every. He don't need to get every goddamn thing. He's Leo. He's Leo. He's gonna <laughs> be fine. He he is beyond fine. Not only that, <laughs> he donates a portion of every of every movie he makes to saving this goddamn planet. Yeah. And he fine. 
But he ain't in this movie. Yeah, he's not. But he he's auditioned. Not, he, he, he auditioned <laughs> because him and Baz have a great relationship. Yeah. As you know, he, they got two movies under their yeah. belt. Two? Yes, yes, they do. See, he's like, sorry, Leo, I can't put you in this one. Will you but stop? Because have you heard of not Great Gatsby? I know I'm fucking up so bad. My stop brain is it. not translating differently <laughs> right now. Because if he listens to this, I am so sorry. <laughs> Baz is not gonna Baz, listen to us. You don't know. You don't That's know. Why That's why you gotta. You gotta have. Ha- when you post, I'll you gotta. You, right you gotta hashtag Baslerman. Hashtag Baz. Sorry. <laughs> in advance, I just I can't do an Australian accent. Baz, that being said, I, I how don't about know this fool? <laughs> I've never seen him in my life. This is the first time we met. Okay. That's what. How about I just do Toulouse for the rest of the episode? Okay. Perfect. Go. <laughs> All right, so let's move on. All right, so the first... Uh, I can't do it. I'm too drunk. <laughs> I can't fucking do oh, it. Oh, no. Oh, no. All right, this is just Zenobia and Ashley's episode. What did you do? She pulled a me. I, no. I'm trying to help no. your ass out. Nope, nope. She pulled a me. How could you? I'm going to get that drink back. That was a long drink. So what I it meant, was a simp. It was so not. What, it was what, a simp. What I mean by that is when I'm out and I notice that friends are wasted, but they're still drinking, I will take their drink behind their back, down half of it, and put it back. Is that so, where I'm at right now? So what do you – how does that help you? I have a safe way home always. Yeah, oh. I'm always there. <laughs> when, when we're out and about, I'm like – Two drinks, three drinks yeah. max. Would you or get me from Riverside? Of course I would. Cake meal. Even from that weird ass, what is it called? Romano's? <laughs> I've never you, been. I'm curious. It is not Don't weird you. ass. It's not weird ass. I'm just drunk. <laughs> I love that place. I miss that place. Yeah. I'm picturing beer and pizza, personally. You're not wrong. Both <laughs> <laughs> so of those things are sold there. You want some hot wings? We got you go there. Mark goes there. Apparently, my cousin Stephanie goes there. Stephanie. Monique comes, Stephanie. Once, in a, Monique comes once in a while. I mean, it's, it's a thing. Okay. You I got to check out Romano's. Uh, my cousin Jonathan and Kat came through there. You know, Romano's is just close to the house. And I truly, truly miss it. I think about my bartenders a lot. Because I'm always worried about it. I'm like, dang. They're right now, they're closed. Not making me a mimosa right now. I know. Terrible. <laughs> Terrible what they did. Getting tipped. Okay. All right. Well, Christian, it's time to talk about our actors. And the first one that we were going to talk about is... I got a little uh, Cliff Huxtable going on there. <laughs> I don't know what you're doing. I'm just... I'm, I'm losing my damn point. mind is what I'm doing. It's that fucking Jenna. We're going to talk about Carolyn O'Connor. And in this movie, she plays Nene Legs in the Air. Yes, that's her name. <laughs> Who she? she that bitch Who? that tells on oh, him. Oh, she the bitch. I like her. I like She's her. a bitch. I, like, I know that you I, She a bitch. She, yes. she is she a tattletaling bitch. Which means she's she played an with, angry, upset with her own life because it didn't work out the way she thought. Bitch. She it's the life of being a theater person. She played her part correctly. She played her part correctly. No, no, no. Don't get me wrong. Caroline is a great actress. <laughs> She did a great job. Yeah. You can't be mad at her no. that she's upset that she's not the star. That bitch. She did not know that Christian was going to be like, have a hit on him yeah. and shit after that. If she knew about that, I doubt she would have done. Well, Wait, did she... Christian didn't have a hit out on anybody. Yes. He has, he has, there was a hit out on, on him. On him. Yes. They're trying to kill you. So de- trying to kill you. Oh, Notice, I found my Toulouse. Okay. If you notice at the 
then when they are performing spectacular, spectacular, spectacular Caroline's spe- character, when that when the security guard is trying to shoot Christian, uh-huh. she is also helping yeah. get the security guard off the stage. Too yeah. little, too late, bitch. You fucked she, up. She didn't know. She I didn't know that. That's I don't care. She's still fucked up. <laughs> She's still angry and hateful. Okay. I'm going to go out on a limb, <laughs> but I'm pretty sure it's a strong limb to hold my fat ass. Okay? You are not fat. What did we call it earlier? Fluffy? Co- no. <laughs> no. Oh, corn um, lump. COVID lumptuous. Yeah. No, corn called? luscious. We were talking about COVID and how you're either getting fit or you're getting fat. curvy. And or lumptuous. You actually, I haven't seen you in two and a corn half lumptuous. months and you're looking good. I've been out there You've doing been my walking. Those some pounds. And I, yeah, yeah, I'm trying. So, uh, but we called it some curvaceous or COVID lumptuous or something Corn. like that. Corn lumptuous. Corn, Corn lumptuous. lumptuous. Or it was. Like that. I had a good one when I was sober. <laughs> We're drunk. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm gonna go out on a limb and say that. Okay. Every woman has had one, at least one moment. When they felt like they weren't getting enough attention, mm-hmm. they felt like they were uh, underappreciated, they felt like they were faded into the background, and they said or did something that not necessarily was meant to be as big as someone's get, trying to shoot this dude, or someone's getting their ass beat, mm-hmm. but they have said something sly, mean, that they wish they could take that back. That they wish they could take back. Sure. Okay. So that's something that I would say that every woman has done at least once. And I'm not going to talk for men because I'm not a man. But at least a woman would say like, you know, I probably shouldn't have been super catty for that one time. I'm going like, to, I can speak for men and I'll probably say that every man has done that too. But that's still not an excuse to go, the way that she does it, this character is downright bullshit there's two ways you can handle this you could do what she did where she's like look she actually isn't doing the wrong thing she's angry at herself she's not angry at satine or at christian she's angry at the way her life turned out it's not satine's fault that she's in the spotlight i I get that but she's also doing the right thing because she cheated on this guy who she's claiming to be his partner Mm. and when she he's not looking she's sharing looks and kisses with this dude and then fucking this dude in his apartment. So Uh she is cheating on somebody. And when someone is getting cheated on, a lot of people will drop some hints like, Mm. oh, you should probably look at them. They're really close. Just even something like that. Agreed, but you can see at first glance that the Duke is a shysty motherfucker motherfucker. who is evil at the core of him. You have to understand that this was... He's not somebody that you should be protecting. This this was the theater world and Baz projected at correctly where in the theater where performing arts world there is a lot of jealousy and there is a lot of backstabbing he so didn't think, he she could have done she could have like you know showgirled her and i've never pushed, seen that one and pushed her and pushed her ass down the stairs i don't want to see jesse spano butt ass naked she's not butt ass naked she's not it's in oh. a tasteful way it is for a stripper movie, to yeah. be honest with you. Yes, okay, compared to the Players Club, how is it? I think it's more tasteful than the yeah. Players Club. Okay. <laughs> wow. To be honest with you. Well, right? I believe you've never seen that movie. I'm sorry. Just, okay, one, the dancing is... 
before my time in the first place. It's off. It's off. Yeah. But I love it. It's a horrible, it's a good great movie. It's a good story. It's Jesse <laughs> Spano, though. But yo. to get rid of the head showgirl, yeah. you push the bitch down the stairs. Yeah. That's she, what they do to her? Yes. Mm-hmm. Wow. So you can do that. Yeah. Can or I point out that both of them have seen Showgirls and I haven't so <laughs> multiple many times? Yes. I've seen it in ca- in the Castro Theater in San Francisco. Every year they have one like weekend where they do show high show def, girls. yo. <laughs> yes, but if you order like I think it's like a twenty dollar popcorn, you get a free lap dance from a male or female stripper in the like lobby. So what, what the fuck? I have experienced for twenty dollars. Yes, like Are you going to pass up popcorn. a sale, son? You get popcorn. And you get popcorn. And you get popcorn. Yeah, and so people are sitting there. Bachelorette party. Is your popcorn, sir? Nah, I'm good. <laughs> they get their little grind on, and then, you know, you, you next, and you get your popcorn, you walk, go oh Now, God. what kind of lap dance is this? Is this like a full song, or is it like that strip club song? Also, how stale is the popcorn? <laughs> popcorn, good. Dance short. <laughs> okay. Like a, it's I've that been, DJ version. Yeah, I've seen it twice. You, you get what you pay for. Two different years. One year I had a man stripper, and one year I had a female stripper. I was like, what? Well, I don't even like popcorn. Oh my god! I, I don't either. I don't like. I'm popcorn. not a popcorn person. I hate the way it gets stuck in your but teeth. But I bought it for a friend, so I can get a lap. She dance. bought it for a lap dance. <laughs> so. uh Oh, oh, I that's think Caroline funny. did a great job. She did a fantastic job. She did a fantastic job. job. Caroline is a great actress. Is she still working? I just hate her character. <laughs> uh, no, actually, I don't think she is. Her last movie was in 2014, uh, a TV movie called Carlotta. Never heard Carlotta. of it. I think I did hear of that movie. She, but uh, yeah. my favorite scene. In the I don't think that movie. acting God. was her main thing. I think she is more a of a dancer, so maybe she's more of a theater person. Hmm. You know, but uh, yeah, she doesn't do a whole lot of TV yeah. or film. Maybe she'll come back and do some more. I'm not sure. Maybe she choreographed some shit. I don't know. Oh, she's Australian. No, she's from the oh, UK. Okay. It's different. It's that. It's that, right? It's different. <laughs> we'll drive you. <laughs> Nah. I mean, she made that me love that song, but I always liked the song Roxanne. Love that song by the Police. Mm-hmm. I think that it is one of I. I that's my favorite song of theirs. Mm-hmm. Their version of it is amazing. Amazing, and this version of it is like, what song is he singing? Hmm? What do you mean, Christian? Yeah. Um, is that another song, or is they just added some lyrics? To it? I don't know. It sounds familiar, semi, but then I can't. Just I'm not sure. But before I love you, no, that sounds like a song. That sounds like a song. <laughs> I'm not sure. I think it is a song. I'd have to look it up, and I'm too drunk to do so right I now. I don't remember, but I don't know what it is. Baz, are you listening? Help gotcha. Us. <laughs> oh, no, babe. I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. <laughs> I'm not I'm that I'm drunk. Fine. I am a little drunk. But before we move on from uh, Caroline O'Connor, I will say that she did do a lot of theater, and... 
in 2002, she got to play Velma Kelly <gasps> in Chicago. I love it. Yes. I am Velma ain't dumb. <laughs> I love it. I know it's not the same, but... I know, but we just did that movie, and it was great. It's a great dance movie, so I can totally see that, especially the women being stuck in... Not great. I'm not uh, West Side Story. Okay. I'm talking about Chicago. Chicago's women, a great, you know, great. being stuck in... Prison. Prison and the, the yeah, I'll drink some water for you guys. <laughs> I wish she was probably like the French lady dancer. Mm. She has a great dance sequence. Well, she played Velma. Oh, yeah, you she, said played she played Velma, Velma Kelly. That's right. Mm-hmm. That is right. But never... Give your heart to a woman who sells herself. No his hands bad. We'll drive you mad. <laughs> Roxanne is portrayed by Mr. Jacek Coleman. Jacek. Yes. I don't know. I've never heard that name Jacek. before. My dude works. I mean, I would hope so. He fucking works. So in this movie, he plays the unconscious Argentinian. Perfectly conscious one moment and then (laughs) unconscious the next. He's like, oh, (laughs) I don't like... Guys, he's narcoleptic. The years of her life with the surf of... (laughs) (laughs) Yes, narcolepsy is a real thing. Yeah, it absolutely is. It absolutely is. Can I just share... So when I... Growing up doing children's theater... Our head makeup designer, she was narcoleptic. Mm. So there, <laughs> we always made fun of her, but <laughs> no, it was no, no it's, it was it, it's a real condition. It so really when, is a real when condition. When she when she would be doing our makeup, we would be sitting in our chair. She'd be doing our makeup, and she would always have to lean on us uh-huh. for some reason. And she was older it's a too. Safety precaution. It is a safety. So she would not only be doing the makeup on her face, but she would be grabbing her head uh-huh. and leaning so our, our necks got very sore after a while. But she would be doing her makeup and then she would just fall asleep. Mm-hmm. So you would have to constantly like wake her up and then she would just keep doing your makeup. You're like, bitch, wake up! Yeah. I gotta go on stage in five minutes! No, so narcolepsy is very dangerous and it is a real thing. If yeah. I can get serious for just a second, um, I'm sorry to bring this up, babe, but I did have an ex-girlfriend whose best friend actually died because of narcolepsy. So sadly, she was narcoleptic and she was simply in her room, just like doing her makeup. And she fell asleep. And sadly, when she fell asleep, she fell over. And just like in He Got Game, where her nose got (gasps) hit on the corner of the table, it actually went into her brain, her brain no. and she died. Oh, no. Yeah. That's so it, narcolepsy is not, uh, don't get me wrong, it's hilarious the way that they portray it, <laughs> but narcolepsy is a serious condition, yeah. and if you know somebody that is narcoleptic, please look out for them, mm-hmm. because it is a dangerous thing. Mm-hmm. Now that being said, Let's bring this back up. Mr. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I had to point that out. But Jason Coleman is fucking good. I mean, he made me love that song, Roxanne. Yeah. I love him. I can't imagine anybody else singing it, honestly. No. Like, okay. He's got that rasp to yeah. it. I, this is how old I am. I do remember having that on my iPod. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I have a whole soundtrack. I still got an iPod. But when we play it for Robin when we go on drives. <laughs> The worst thing for me was that it didn't do the whole him talking about the oh. seduction. It oh. just starts with, we'll drive, we'll drive you. you. Yeah. yeah. Nah, 
and I always be like, I love the whole him. His speech beforehand. Yeah. We have a dance. You're like, ooh. In my home of Buenos Aires. Yes. Oh my God, yes. <laughs> and then he's like, the whore. She's like, oh me. <laughs> yes. Me, yeah. <laughs> I'll come be your whore, yes. I know, she and comes then, laughing know, down. It's like, ha, 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 ha. And then, like, you there know, we go. It's my moment You just shine. get to watch, you know, her dance with him. Mm-hmm. And then you get to watch the look at everybody else's eyes, looking yeah. at her lusting for her, mm-hmm. slowly coming up, taking their turn. Like, yeah, let me get some of this. Let me get some of this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it is so beautifully done. It reminds me of, like, something you would see on So You Think You Could Dance or something where you're like, oh, my God, who put this together? <laughs> this is gorgeous. Like, I got you. I love it. It's a fantastic song. I think that both Jacek and Caroline did an amazing job. Are they dancers? Caroline certainly is. I'm a dancer. Because I feel like I'm a dancer. Uh And I have taken, you know, many of courses. But I'm I'm not a dancer. I mean, I'm a fun person who likes to dance. I'm not. I'm going to give you a fun fact. Jacek, who plays the unconscious Argentinian. Uh, he's Polish. He's Polish? He is. What? <laughs> wow. He plays wow. a very convincing Argentinian. Yes, he, he, does. Does. he does. He is Polish. He looks no Polish. No. <laughs> does he look Polish? He, he looks like, like what like the rest of the world so, will like, look show, like once we show, finally get done fucking each other. Just show Zenobia just how we're all going to be beige. He's like, <laughs> you know, caramel looking. Seriously. Person. Yeah. He's like... We'll drive you <laughs> mad, <laughs> rocks. So, did you know? He's did so you know good. that? So, in the movie Moulin Rouge, all uh, all the Can Can dancers are they have different looks and different costumes based off of men's uh, fetishes. Oh, yeah. So, for example, like she's the like Spanish fetish. And then okay. there is also like the baby doll, the dominatrix. I did not know the... that. <laughs> I'm a dominatrix because yeah. I want a whip, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> so if you look, you gonna wear the mask too? When you when you watch yeah. the movie again, just look out for those different can can dance, dancers and the different fetishes. All right. Well, well then, what's the buff dude in the suspenders playing? It's the Mandingo. one that knocks out the duke. He's just a Mandingo. He's a Mandingo. As women. I feel oh. like his character is underdeveloped. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. I agree. And he has very pivoted parts in this script yeah. for you to develop him. Mm-hmm. And I feel like this sounds really, sounds bad, but he reminds me of, what's his name? Like Big Jim or Big Saul on on uh, Gone with the Wind. Okay. The, the slave who like, you know, runs. Yeah. He runs the rest of the slave and he saves Scarlet. Yes, he does. I feel like that's how his character was. I don't know if that was a distinctive choice because Mm -hmm. he's African-American. Yeah. But. Possibly. French in that time with black people was a lot different than American people with black people. A lot different. So, you know, I don't know. But I feel like he. Yeah. He could have did a little more, just yeah. a little more, because he saves them like twice. twice. Yeah, he and he only twice. has one line in he the movie. He saves them twice. The only thing he says is, "I understand." And he saves them twice. <laughs> he knocks <laughs> that dude the saying. fuck yeah. out. That's you notice that they cut to his reactions a lot. Mm-hmm. He does. Yeah. yeah. Maybe I he's wish black that I could find him. Like, I'm happy. I'm just here so that I can just. You know, work and fade into the background as being a black man. Right. But I feel like as much as you 
put into them singing to each other about how much love they're in, which is important, but <laughs> goddamn, how many songs do I need about it? I want to say... You could have had a song. I bet he had a gorgeous voice. So I think that char- that character is played by a man named Keith Robinson, but I'm not positive There's about no that. There's no picture. There's no picture. Mm-hmm. And if I'm not mistaken, that character doesn't have a name, but in the credits, it's listed as Le Petumain. Hmm. So that's really all I have. If it is Keith Robinson... He has been successfully acting up to this day. He's even got a TV series right now called Mystery Road, where he plays Reverend Tom. All I'm saying is, he saved a bitch. Yeah, <laughs> yes he did. He saved her. Yes, he did. And she didn't even say thank you. <laughs> okay? No. Nope. How many times do quiet black I... dudes have to save white women? I didn't for... get a thank you. Nothing. <laughs> I'm just saying, watching it as an adult. Mm-hmm. That is something that bugged me. Gotcha. I was like, because yeah. it's not like he's, he's a background person. He, he catches like, her in this fucking flight. Nobody else down there uh, in the crowd could have done that could shit. Been trying. With them biceps. He catches her, carries her to the back. Lifts her ass up. The fucking Duke's about to, like, kill her, rape her. It knocks and his ass out. One punch, machine gun. Knocks him out and saves her. And she's like, oh, he was going to blah, blah, blah. Instead of being like, oh, my God, black man, thank you. Right. French black man, you killed it. Thank you. <laughs> this is the second time. I need to bake you a cake or something. Like, he, <laughs> Shit. Yeah. He could have easily been Christian. My dude is sexy. He is very sexy. But we only heard, like you said, one Abs line. So we don't know days. if he can even talk or sing. He got that V shape. Hey. You know how I feel about black men. How you feel about black men? Yes, please. <laughs> I feel like Nicole Kidman when she's like, yes. Oh my god, that gets on my nerves when she does that. I'm sorry. That's my only argument. With... I'm ready to talk about her whenever you are. Not yet. Not yet. We ain't. We ain't got got to her yet. So we got to talk about Jacek Coleman, my Polish dude who plays the unconscious Argentinian. Fantastic job. I think he does a great fucking job. He is so great. And it is clear after this, he has done 82 different projects. He goes from TV show to TV show, and he's not like a uh, co-star, which is like on one episode. He's on multiple episodes of Meili Zagan, Mustangs FC, The Disappearance. This is the unconscious Argentinian. Which one is that one? The hears are alive with the sound of music. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, I yeah, love yeah. it. Oh, we're still on him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I could have yeah, just yeah. gone with Roxanne. But, either way. Uh, so, yeah, he doesn't do a lot of U.S. projects. He sticks to, I think, European projects. Where is he from? He's from Poland. Oh, well, yeah, that makes sense. So, that's where his... Uh, bread and butter is. UK is the second so highest. He has worked consistently TV. ever since. So I think the only reason that he did Moulin Rouge is because it had an Australian director. Because in his IMDB, he has only done one other project from what I can see that has been a United States movie. And that's Children of Men, mm. which is a fantastic movie. Like it movie. is a cinematic yeah. masterpiece. If you want to see how a one-shot is actually done, yeah. watch Children of Men. Yeah, that's true. That Holy fuck. When they do that thing with the ping pong ball, mm-hmm. 
Hot damn. I mean, it was... I feel like it came out of nowhere, but it was a good one. For sure. Oh, he also did Defiance. So that's another one that was like American. But he's very selective with what he does that isn't, uh, I think, European. But still working to this day. He just did, like I said, a TV series called Mali Zagan. And he's got a TV miniseries called The Woods that's coming out soon. Probably after COVID. Okay. Yeah. But you ready for a fun fact? Give me that fun fact. Here's a fun fact. Dang, I'm pretty drunk right now. I'm pretty drunk right now. Oh my god! <laughs> so, I think um, I need more gin in my glass because I'm not. That's not. You I put you more gin in nothing your glass. No, 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 not champagne. Not champagne. <laughs> <laughs> that's how drunk Zenobia is right now. Ooh, this is a fun. Okay, okay, easy, good. easy. <laughs> Don't get her too drunk. I got it. Shut up. We up all night to get lucky right now. All right. Oh my god, that's all night to get lucky. Dapon! The Rocco, what's Fe- happening? Featuring. Pharrell? Mr. Yes! Pharrell. <laughs> but I our have... boy worked on that yeah. uh, song. Oh yeah, Bill Rocco, who created the theme song to Light Camera Cocktails, helped record that album for mm-hmm. Dapon. You've never told me that. <laughs> I mean, it's never come up in conversation. Dapon is one of my favorites, oh, okay. like, bucket list of who I want to see. Okay. I that is my most expensive vinyl that I've ever bought. Forty five dollars oh. was for that Daft Punk album because that song came out yeah. and it blew my mind. I started listening to the whole album in like limited press. I had to buy it. Yeah. Next Dude. time I come out here, I will bring it because it's one of my. It literally <laughs> it's is a one great of my favorite, yeah. favorite it's a great album. Great, it's so good. Great fucking album. Oh my god, get out of here! One of my saddest my- <laughs> things is one that Bill Rocco songs. has not been on this podcast yet. One of my favorite songs was done by a person who made my theme song, yeah. our theme song. Yeah. <laughs> Get lucky, man. I feel lucky. Yes, okay, so here's absolutely. a fun fact since you just blew my mind. Um, let me pick up my brain, put it back in. The diamond necklace that Nicole Kidman wears mm-hmm. that the Duke gives her. The Duke! Take a sale. Was real. Mm-hmm. Yes, it was. And it was made with. 1,308 diamonds. Damn, Gina. How much was that thing? Because we had a little debate debate. earlier. I got you. So it was 134 carats, and it cost roughly a little bit over a million dollars. Okay, it was one million. million. I don't know why I had three million million in in his head. And it was the... Most expensive jewelry ever used in most a, expensive prop. Yeah, in most movie expensive history. prop in movie, in movie history. history. I think is still the most expensive prop. Mm-hmm. Yeah, to this day, if I'm not. All uh, I want to know is where, well, who, who got to keep that? Where's it now? God damn. Is it with Nicole Kidman? I no, Baz gave it to his wife because he probably like he's like, girl. <laughs> Did I'm he really? So, I'm sorry, I spent so much time making this movie. Here's an I got you million dollar diamond right. necklace that you can't ever wear in public. Girl. Here's an apology for making this movie. <laughs> I don't know if that's true or not. I'm just joking, but it sounds hey, real. I heard a story. Uh, this is a little off subject, but uh, I heard a story about Steven Spielberg once that he was making a movie and uh, he was having some troubles at home because his wife was upset about him constantly not being home. He's like, I can't, I can't even say this on air right now because it might be bad. But he said, I can't blank you because I'm blanking my movie right now. And that's all I'm going to say about that. (laughs) 
Yeah, but are you married to your movie? Or are you married to me? Because right. one of us needs to get fucked, and it better be me. I didn't say like, that. That's what I would say. <laughs> that's what I would say. Then. That's not what it said. Well, I'd climb into bed and be like, do what you, whatever you want to me. Just don't wake me up. <laughs> speaking of... I'll Robin Shabosky that shit. Oh, well, well, can we... So speaking of, like, a very expensive prop and just the amount of money they threw in this movie, what... Uh, I remember a fun fact you told me was... What, the one song... The most expensive song. Oh, Courtney Love's Punk Ass. Yes. Jesus. Well, no, yes. Well, what song during... I, it's... Is it Smell Like Teen Spirit? Yeah. So this is yeah. the song they perform when they're doing like the can can. Yes. I love it because they have the old people like. It's yes. so good. Yeah, yes. exactly. Yes. So Courtney Love charged them hundred and twenty-five thousand dollars for that song. Not only that, but this person, Courtney Love. Yes, Courtney Love demanded that she audition for the movie. Yeah. She agreed to let them use that song as long as they agreed to let her audition. I ain't mad at that. But she wanted the part of teen. Yeah, but did she get it? No. No, well, she then, definitely well, then she obviously, obviously, wasn't a chance. I'm sure, but then she took that that denial as to, like, she acted like a child because she didn't get the part. She's she crazy, bitch. But she's I ain't mad at you for leveraging what you have uh, to get your foot in the door. The bitch my, did kill hey, Cork or Bay. She still if made anything, money off of the movie. My <laughs> argument is why is she in the controlling interest of right. that song? Just because she was his wife. He's not the only member of the band. But he wrote it. Ah, damn. She wrote it. You got me. You got so me. So she owns it. Yeah. I feel bad for the band members who yeah. didn't get any of that money. Oh, yeah, no, she takes they the majority it. of the, uh, their fucking royalties. Goddamn. So that was even... that was the most expensive song. That's yeah. why. Why do you think was they... that the most expensive? That's what you told me. I don't know. I just work here. <laughs> I just drink here. Okay. <laughs> okay. I had a few fucking drinks. All right. Just... I mean, there were mo- there were some songs they wanted to use that they didn't get the rights for. They I wanted mean... to use a Rolling Stone song. Yeah, they didn't yeah. want to use a Rolling Stone song. They wanted to use the Cat Stevens song. Because they wanted to do a scene between Ewan McGregor and his father, and they wanted to do like a musical number and stuff. And it was uh, Ooh, Cat Stevens. No, it was I that one. It was like the cat's in the cradle and the silver well, spoon. Little boy blue and that's the man on the moon. That's not Cat Stevens? Who is that? I don't know, but I'm pretty sure it's not Cat Stevens. No, it's Cat Stevens. I don't know, but they wanted to use that that's song. Like, there she goes, googling away. I'm pretty sure that's not him, because I love Cat Stevens, and I have a greatest hits, and that would be on there if that was his. On my vinyl. When you're coming home, Dad, I don't know when. So it says Cats in the Cradle. The song was done by Harry Chapin. Okay, maybe I'm wrong. I've been drinking. Either way, I love Cats. Don't quote us on this because we ain't said shit. (laughs) 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 We've been drinking. This whole thing's a lie. Please don't judge us by what we said when we were drunk. They wanted to do a song between Christian and his father. Uh And they had to get cut because they couldn't get the rights to the song. I'm pretty sure it was that song. But I've been drinking. I do want to say that I feel like song choices were great. Yeah. Yes, they were. But there were no black artists. There were no black artists. You are correct. You're correct. You couldn't throw Stevie Wonder song I don't know. in there. 
Mm. I mean, Michael Jackson would have cost much, so I understand that, or Prince, yeah. but I mean... I mean, you, use Pr- you can't really put that on Baz, though, because he definitely used Prince in Romeo and Juliet, and in The Get Down, he used many a songs. I am talking about this movie. This movie in particular, <laughs> maybe used... he was going for a particular feel, which is more but you rock have used you could have used a Whitney Houston song. Could have. Oh, wait, they do. We'll always love you. Technically, that's a Dolly Parton and, song. Uh, true. That's true. Yeah. Technically, that's a Dolly Parton yeah, song. Yeah, he does. But, I mean, that's the only, like, because when I was listening to it, I'm gonna get drunk I here. was on. thinking of the at the time of what vinyls I would put up for us if right. I was doing it from home. Yeah. Aw, I love that you're here. I was thinking, like, oh, shit, bitch. I mean, I have a lot of, you know, Madonna and Elton John and Paul McCartney. But there really wasn't. You could have thrown. You could have thrown a lot of stuff. Anybody in there? But maybe he was. I'm gonna. I'm gonna give him a pass because of the feel of this this movie is more pop and rock. Pop and rock, and a lot of rock. And black culture doesn't really gravitate towards those genres. I was gonna say if you put a like. At least not in that time. I'm gonna disagree, because who is the king of pop? Michael Jackson. Not gonna lie. But the rights to his music. I'm not saying. No, I'm not saying. Don't touch Never Neverland. That you use Michael Jackson's (laughs) music. Mike was alive back then. But he's the king. But he's the king of pop. But you saying that black people are not uh, pop or rockish? I'm not saying they're not because white people stole rock from black people. I can say Jimi Hendrix and I can say Michael Jackson, and they're like the greatest of both of those genres. Oh, for sure. You know, so you could have thrown. Yeah, he and easily could he have. You could have yeah. made an R&B song into a more poppy song. Yeah. I mean, you look at movies like Trolls. They mm-hmm. use pop songs, but they used a multi-level of different generations, different I won't say ethnicities, cultures, ethnicities mm-hmm. of songs. And they didn't do that in this movie. But also, you sound like Toulouse right now. <laughs> I know. I'm <laughs> <laughs> My name is Toulouse on green, le tres le poc. Mon-va. I love that you know that. <laughs> but, I mean, it is 2001. Yeah, it is 2001. Um, I don't know why he chose the songs that he chose, but he chose those songs. I, mean, I yeah. can't he put it as songs. a racial thing. No, I'm not going to say uh, it's a racial thing. I was just commenting on something I noticed. Uh-huh. Because I do like the songs. But, you know, we got to think of this. This movie came out before September 11th. Exactly. <laughs> it did. So like two thousand and one back in when did this come out? July? June first. June first. Life was good, yeah. bro. We could go outside without masks. I remember <laughs> June of two thousand and one. Do. Yes I do. I was a senior in high school. I was a freshman. Don't do the grade. math. God damn it. I was in sixth grade. Yeah, but you fine now. I'm about to knock all this shit over if you mention how old you are one more again. <laughs> shit. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not going to lie. I mean, we were just coming out of the 90s, and it was a good time. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. The world had its assessment. problems yeah. for sure, but it didn't have the problems that it's tackling sure. now. Well, yeah, Two, we're talking a house. 2000 year, 2001 was the year I got cast mm-hmm. as Annie and Annie. My economics teacher <laughs> told us on September 11th, 2001, that your lives will change from here on out. She was and he right. was not fucking he, wrong. He was right. Sorry. It did change. He was absolutely right. 
but slightly because mm. I look no, it, no. it was a catalyst for everything yeah. that's going on now, at this like point. how airports deal with yes, everything like exactly. right now. It did change that, but there's tons and tons of people who've never even been on an airplane. Your sister has never been on an airplane. Like, yeah, you know, she's like, a weirdo. There's people who haven't been anywhere. So I mean, I've never been on so an that airplane. That hadn't changed. Right. No, that's some not true. Life. I mean, to the point I was on where, like, one airplane until I met Ashley. Now I've been on many airplanes. <laughs> but the fact that like before many. September 11th was, was when you as a family could go to the gate and and meet that's true. Your, you could wave the, off. I remember doing yeah, that. Yeah, we seen Home Alone. Yeah, you used to be able to do that. No, yeah. you can't. Well, it's a changing. <laughs> but anyway, we're gonna move on, and we're gonna talk about our next character, Mr. Richard Roxborough. Sure. Let's call it that. That sounds right. R X R O X B U R G H. Roxborough. Oh the my Duke. God, he is handsome. He's a handsome motherfucker. Holy shit! I thought he no was wonder he had a weird voice. Someone else for a long time. Dude, my dude is <laughs> anything but what he plays in he this. He is. Ha- that's why he has a stupid movie. accent. He has a stupid so, like whiny voice. He is he's a cute, but he's handsome still man. This. No, he's no, handsome. he's a handsome man. That's all I see. Because of that character. Yes. He did a great job. Yeah. Yes. He wanted to play a character that is outside of his wheelhouse. Because yes. when you look at him, he is. What? I can't read. <laughs> Whoa. Okay. That's as close as I can repeat. <laughs> so he is a handsome man. Yeah. He is a. Uh, I wouldn't say a leading man, but he's a character actor. With great features. A lot of character <laughs> actors are s- not so much like symmetrical and they get into character acting because they think, oh, I'll never be a leading man. He could absolutely be a leading man, but he chooses to be a character actor, which is very smart because a character actor works a lot more than a leading man sure. does. But Johnny Depp is a leading man in the character. Actor. Yes, but Johnny Depp, when he was very young, realized that leading men don't work, and that's why he became a character actor. Because after Twenty One Jump Street, they were trying to push him into the spotlight and trying to make him that stereotypical leading man. And he said, "No, I want to do things that interest me. Fuck you. I'd rather be unpopular and do things that I enjoy." then become this spectacle that you want to make of me. Mm-hmm. Now, whether he accomplished that or not later on in life, <laughs> I don't know. I can't speak on it. <laughs> but Richard Roxborough... The Duke! The Duke! <laughs> did a fantastic job in this movie and has done a fantastic job from here on out. That being said... I think that he has a couple of new projects coming out. And one of them is called Shen Tarum, which is a um, TV series. And he plays one of the main characters called Marty Knighton Gallen. Gallim, <laughs> however the hell you say it. But either way, my dude works. I don't know As if he it's... should. Yes, absolutely. Um, he... He's just one of those guys that has a face that... He has a face? (laughs) He has a face that you kind of dismiss. Like, he plays characters that progress the story along, 
And he's so good at what he does that you don't even pay attention to him afterwards. Like he's been in Van Helsing. He's been in A League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. He's been in Mission Impossible. Mm -hmm. And you didn't even realize it. Mm -hmm. That's true. You know what I mean? Okay. He's just a great fucking actor. Yeah. I hate him. (laughs) thought that he was somebody else until this week. Who did you think he was? I don't remember his name. The dude from Fifth Element. He plays the bad <gasps> Oh, really? The, With the, like, clear plastic, yeah. the plastic thingy? And, like, yeah. Okay. Little... Because he sounds like him. He sounds like he him? He sounds like him. He has a similar look. Sure. At least in this, at least in this costume yes. and period look. Oh, that is hilarious. So it, it wasn't until I love this week it. that I found out it yeah, was not it's him. it's not him. Oh, that's funny. So, yeah. <laughs> Every time I see him, though, he's just like, all I, all I hear in pictures is like when he's like, like a virgin. <laughs> he's the only one who breaks the fourth wall and looks straight at us. And looks yes, he does. I don't like this ending. Why should the courtesan choose the penniest guitar player over the Maharaja? That's how Why is he making this claw thing for the Maharaja? Offering a lifetime of security. That's real love. Maharaja. Dude, Maharaja he's out of him. his mind and he's very possessive, as you can tell. He's dumb as fuck. Yeah. He it's not that I'm a jealous man. It's just, I don't like people touching my, my things! things. I think breathe. I think uh, yeah, exactly. Like the whole time, all he needs to do is breathe. I think what I remember reading in some of the research is like some of the first drafts of this movie was going to include orgies, like threesomes, with the Duke, Christian, and Satine. Where's the orgy? Where's the orgy? Rated R. Yeah. Rated. TV seventeen, but obviously, obviously that was written out because like, I guess that wouldn't have made it PG thirteen. Damn. <laughs> Where's the porn? Pornhub is there? And a... Ewan McGregor was not down. Damn. Or Nicole Kidman was not down. I'm down for all three. <laughs> See what happens. You down for the Duke? Yeah. This is a little weirdo. Yeah, a little bit. You never know. Uh, so Richard Roxborough, I don't know how to pronounce Roxborough. his last name, but that's as close as I can get. Uh, he's been working consistently. He's actually from the same town as Baz Luhrmann. Oh. He was born in New South Wales, Australia. Okay. So I don't know if they connected on that or not. But either way, my dude did a fantastic job. He's been working consistently. He is more well known for a TV show called Rake, which he did for eight years. He played the lead character, uh, Clever Green. Okay. And like I said, he's been working ever since. He's got 67 credits to his name, and he's fucking killing it. I love this man. I hate him in this movie, (laughs) but that's because Richard did a great job. He did a great job. Great fucking job. Even though he's not the actor I thought he was. Favorite line (laughs) from the Duke in this movie? Um. It's a little bit funny. This feeling inside. It's a little bit funny. It's a little bit funny. This feeling so inside. Weird. Everything he says is so. He's so creepy. Everything. It what it is. Okay. We gotta move on. I'm fading. Fading fast. 
Are you? Okay, then let's talk about my dude. My dude. I'm so excited to talk about this guy. Jim. No. No. Not Jim. Keep going. Try again. Oh, Johnny Legs. Johnny Legs! Yes! Yes! We have not talked about him yet, If as far as I know. We have not. As far as I can remember, but I am four Moulin Rouge cocktails in. And therefore, I'm faded and I'm feeling good. <laughs> Johnny Legs, otherwise known as John Leguizamo. We're going to talk about him another time when I'm less faded because oh I want to dive deep into oh him. But we're going to talk about him in sure this movie. Yeah. We do not have Jen in that drink. <laughs> <laughs> so that we can fuck Jen and talk about this brilliant man. Because Dude. he is a supporting role in yes. this movie. He is a supporting role. He plays Toulouse in this role. Baz Luhrmann loves him. Yes. He auditioned originally for Romeo and Juliet. And he did win the role of Tybalt yes. over the great mumbler a.k.a. Mr. What the fuck is his name? Benicio Del Toro. No, Benicio, you have to enunciate. <laughs> I guess he was pretty young back then. So he was I, young. He could have done it. My dude, I love John Leguizamo. My question is, how come he is her cousin who's super Latin, but Juliet is like white as snow? I don't because know. it was blind casting. It was blind casting because if you notice, Mercutio no. is black. He is actually merch in The Best Man. Yes, yes. Did a damn good job. I yes. love merch. I love I mean, Mercutio. I guess. He's not related, so he could be whatever color you... Does it say... I don't remember saying this is in true. the script that they have to be white. <laughs> I'm just saying the majority of people were white and there was only two ethnic people. That's true. That's very true. And, and, they, they, were bo- and they were both the, you know, crazy... Unstable, Unstable characters. characters for each side. Then again, his father, or her father, Juliet's father, is Italian as is fuck. Is Italian as fuck. And John Leguizamo can pass for Italian. You know? Mm-hmm. He played Polly in Goodfellas. <laughs> I give you to my friend. He did. You know? So can he I... made our Goodfellas cocktail. Yes, he did. So yes, he did. Paul Servino. Thank question, you very much. A question that you had about this movie, about because I remember you asking me after we like the first time after we watched this, you were like, "How the fuck did they do make John Leguizamo a small person?" Oh, <laughs> Jason's Tech Corner. So oh, okay, yeah. go ahead. Good. What's happening? Yeah. Hit it, cause I hit it. <laughs> I, I can't reach my top hat right now, but let me put my tech hat real quick. So what they did to make John Leguizamo very short is one they had. A double. So in the far off shots, if you look very closely, it is not John Leguizamo. Yeah. So the so exciting. You see him jumping around. Uh huh. That's not him. Exactly. The other scenes, he is wearing blue knee high socks so that they can paint out his legs later on, and he is walking on his knees. And he's in like a like a leg brace. Yeah, exactly. And unfortunately. That did cause some back problems yeah. for John Leguizamo to this well, day. Well, I also read in the last, when they're performing Spectacular, Spectacular, when he plays... Spectacular, plays, Spectacular. <laughs> when he plays the um, Zatar, that be, his costume is like, it's very wide on the bottom. Yes, yes. So he did say in the... Like, he, like he was squatting the whole time mm-hmm. during that last scene. 
So he did have to get physical therapy done yes. after this movie. Now, don't get me wrong. They paid for the physical therapy. Good. But he's still suffering to this day because of this. Because before this, he was doing movies where he was very animated. He was very comical. He also did a boxing movie. Uh, I can't remember. I think it was called Empire, if I'm not mistaken, where he played a oh, professional boxer. No, no, no. It was definitely before. It was before Ice Age. It was for, before. I don't know if it was before Carlito's <laughs> Way. Hey, that was a big. That was a big cash cow for him. He did like three. Uh, yes, it yeah. was. Uh, let me see here. He was in Die Hard too. No shit. What? Damn. I don't ever watch that one, so I wouldn't know. And you like the sequels. I like part two. <laughs> I like part three of the Die Hards. Die Hard with a Vengeance. So, I, that sucks. You know I, what? My bad. It was actually after, but... I told you, I've seen that one. And I'm Empire. Um, Luger Heights. He season. did have to wear those. He did have a walker, not walker, but a crutch cane yeah. for him to use. <laughs> but he also was portraying a real character. Mm-hmm. A real person, not a character. Mm. A real person who was five foot seven, I think it was. Five seven. That's how tall John Leguizamo really is. No, that's not tall. Not. It was like five foot three or whatever. I don't remember. I'm drunk, bitches. We all are. I'm drinking gin. Whatever height he was supposed to be, the real person. Yeah. It was like four three. Was what did I say? I don't know. Anyway. First you said 5'7", then you said 5'3". Oh, my God. 4'7". 4'7". Okay, I believe that. There we go. I can believe that. Okay. Bitch, I'm 5'7". I'm drunk, okay? (laughs) I already told you. I don't even like Jen. Jen fucks a girl. It fucks but a girl honestly, like, I And can not tell, the way you want it to. And not good fucks. <laughs> I can tell in the movie when he's just on his knees. Because, yeah. like, what, those medium shots. Yeah. It's okay. like, when, in the way so, he's wobbling, like, I can tell he's on his knees. Correction, Empire came out after Moulin Rouge, but yes. Empire is not the movie where he plays a boxer. Okay. Empire is the one where he plays a drug dealer, right. and he's got the chain around his neck with a yeah. giant cross. Correct. Where he gets fucked over by the white people. Mm. Story so, of every ethnic person's life. Absolutely. So, but he was so he did he was playing a real life character, and mm-hmm. the real life person that he was portraying had the speech impediment. Yes, he did. Yes. So it wasn't just a character choice for John Leguizamo. He was portraying. But he did such a great. He job. did a great job. My dude is great at impersonations. <laughs> so a lot of people think that he's New Yorkian because he was born and raised in New York. He was actually born. He is Colombian. Cuban B? Cuban B. <laughs> no, not Cuban B. Colombia. <laughs> where that coffee comes from. <laughs> so, Johnny Legs, I love this dude. He is my dude to my dying day. Yep. I love his one man shows. Yep. I love his impersonations that he does yep. about his mom, about his ex girlfriends, about his grandpa. pops, about his grandfather. Yeah. When he's talking about me, when I die, I want you to take my ashes. And put them in your etch sketch. That way you can play with me whenever you want. <laughs> I knew how to do that. That sounds smart. <laughs> so, my dude is fantastic. It would, you know, I don't get starstruck about many people, but if I ever meet John Leguizamo, I'm not going to lie, I oh may get God. a little nervous. I'd be like, oh my yeah. God, it's Luigi. <laughs> and he played Luigi. 
Hey, look, Mario, I grew an inch, yo. He'd be like so mad. He'd be like, him and Bob Hoskins, yo. That's what you try to remember before. Yeah. The worst movie I've ever done. Hey, I like Mario Brothers. Yeah. Nah, man. Johnny what? Legs, what Bob Hoskins, and... Time out. Ed, not is, Anthony Hopkins. Is this uh, coming from... No, this kids? is... Like the childhood, Mark? Yeah. Probably. So, watch it again Probably. and get at me, because okay. I've watched it again, yeah. and no bueno. Okay. Aww. No bueno. Hey, I like. In my memory, Mario Brothers was a good movie. Then I think you should not watch it. From the Goombas. I think you should just leave that memory in your head. Every time that I'm in an elevator and like they play that elevator music, all I want to do is like go up behind the person that's standing in front of me and just slowly sway them and see if they might move to the music so that I can scoot in front of them. <laughs> you would have got me. You wouldn't even have to like sway me. I would have been like. <laughs> If they got some elevator music going. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, all right. So Johnny Legs, John Leguizamo plays Toulouse in this movie. How do you do? My name is Henri Marie Raymond Toulouse Lautrec Mont. We're going to talk about him again. I'm sure of it because I absolutely love this guy and I want to talk about him when I'm sober. Yeah. Ish. Yeah. Sober ish. Okay, exactly. No, I'm not going to say sober. I want to talk about him. Not on gin. Not on gin. <laughs> when we're not. Whatever movie that is, I'll make sure we're not on gin. <laughs> feel... Yes, please. I'm, I'm fading He's fast. in the new John Wick movies. Oh, shit. Yes, he is. Yep. Killing it. Absolutely killing it. He's got his... What was his last one stand-up? Uh, Latin America for Morons or whatever it's called. Okay. Dude. Fucking fantastic. I can't remember the name right now because I've been, I've had a few. But damn it if that's not a good ass fucking movie. But damn it. That's it. We're going to talk about Johnny Legs another time. That being said, I got to give you my favorite line from Toulouse in this movie (laughs) because he's so good in it. And his speech impediment is fantastic. So what would my favorite line of John Leguizamo's be in this movie? It would have to be... I'm waiting for you because I have mine. Oh, give me yours. Okay, my favorite line from John Leguizamo is... Christian, they are trying to kill you! (laughs) Hey, he's trying to warn him. I'll tell you what my my sister's favorite line is. Uh. You are beautiful. You are ugly. Yeah. <laughs> that is one of my favorite. Dude, she loves that. that Selena absolutely loves. loves that line. That has to be my favorite too. I love when he just, when his speech impediment is super thick. So I would have to say like, uh, probably from our scene that we did last week where he's like, See, you can't fool us. You are the voice of the children of the web of Yeah. But yeah, Johnny Legs, we'll talk about that guy. Johnny Legs. Yeah. He's going to be around for many a years. Fantastic actor. I do want to say, before we go without your top hat, you look like you should be parking my car. Oh, my <laughs> God. It's so true. Oh, my God. Oh, I did I did want to bring up. Wait a um, minute. Since when do valets wear red? They wear the red jackets. Do they really? Yeah. yeah. Give me my top hat yeah. back. No. Um, way too over late. there. Too Where's late. my keys? Go park my uh, fucking car. <laughs> they don't I, wear bow ties. Some so, of them do. Goddamn. A fun fact with John Leguizamo, when, while they were filming this movie, John, like, 
I guess during the time of like before Instagram and all that stuff, he did. <laughs> he was doing like a, a behind the scenes on his like social media page. Oh, was he? Yeah, and he it was. There was no social media back then. Maybe it, that like, was MySpace. Maybe MySpace, was MySpace or was Twitter. Live Journal. Facebook was not around. It, no, no, yeah. Like I read it. It was like basically he was he was trying to get an audience poll of who was the most the hottest can can girl. <laughs> He was like behind the heels, so he's basically no with like shit. maybe his camera phone. Like, hey, I'm here on the set of Moulin Rouge. I'm here with the Can Can Girls. Like, let's take a vote. Who's the hottest Can Can Girl? And Baby Doll won. Who's Baby Doll? The Baby Doll Can Can Girl. The one who dressed like a Baby Doll. Yeah. Okay, she, I don't the, know the which one that was. She can 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 can. She can can can. <laughs> yes, she can. Speaking of can cans, and my oh, dude yes. who has the stick that's like, he's a can can can! Jim Broadbent yes. plays Harold Zidler. Yes. Harold. Damn Harold. it. Harold. Harold Zidler. Born and raised in Lincoln, Lincolnshire, England, mm. UK. Whoa. <laughs> uh, you. People out there, not Zenobia, Ow. might recognize him from the Harry Potter movies. Yes. But you haven't seen them yet. Can we watch Harry Potter tonight? Sorry. Oh, we're watching Romeo and Juliet. No, can we do that tomorrow when I'm like sober and awake? Yes. Absolutely. I will watch whatever movie you haven't seen next. Three. Seven, yes. Oh my God. Oh my God. So excited. Oh my okay, goodness. Good. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. <laughs> so. Either way, Jim Broadbent plays Harold Zidler, and this is right before he, uh, you might say, started to enter his golden years. Like, he's animated, he's vibrant, mm-hmm. he's still got his hair color, he's a ginger, <laughs> you know? know like, when you see him in Harry Potter, he yeah, is old and gray, old, yeah. and he has he's sort of, almost shrunken down a little bit, Wait. you might say. Is he the uncle? He is no, not. No. I can't tell you which character he is. is he You're just going to have to watch. Have I already watch. seen him in one or You two? have not. Is he in three? No. That would be perfect. No. He's not in three. Is he in four? No. Four I'm really excited to see. because He's I not in four. Book. He in five? No. He in six? Maybe. <laughs> What's the character's name so when I come across it in the movie? No, I think or in the, or in in the, the book, book. I feel like you have to figure it out in the book. You like, know what? Don't yes. worry about it. Hmm. I'm I not going to tell you. He kind of looks like Harry's uncle. That's what I thought he was. Okay. Copy that. Well, Jim I said, can tell you. I can, We can tell her what character he plays. I mean, if he don't show up until after five, I don't have no clue who he is. Okay. So he doesn't. Therefore, I'm going to tell you that he plays Professor Horace Slughorn. That's all I'm going to say. Oh, God. Is he a new professor of the dark arts? Because no. it seems like every goddamn book we got a new one of those. No, still, I mean, Snape is still the professor of dark arts. Snape is the man. <laughs> Mr. Mr. Regas. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, Christmas episode? What's up, Christmas so episode? So I read that Jim based his performance in Moulin Rouge. He... He portray- he was portraying Baz Luhrmann. Was he, he really? Yeah, yep. he based his performance off of Baz Luhrmann. So Baz is a crazy peeping Tom, apparently. No Or just like a shit. crazy kook, like Wes Anderson. <laughs> is Wes Anderson a weirdo? That's what I heard. <laughs> a weirdo. I don't know. 
But um, yeah, that's what that's in interviews. That's what he said. He's basing his performance off of Baz Luhrmann. Okay, I got another one for him. Go for it. He his voice in the like a version song. It's not him. It's not Damn him. it. I know. I'm sorry. Why you tell me this? Okay, so when we were watching that scene and like that song ended, Jason was like, God, he's got a great voice. If he like, he just like sang oh, no. it. I was talking about the Duke. Oh, okay. I thought you were oh, talking well, about I, I think that's him. But <laughs> Harold. Zidler. Yeah. He had a opera singer. Dub, yeah. So it, it's only in that song that they had an opera singer dub his voice. Okay. <laughs> Probably That's... to hit those high falsetto notes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> He's supposed to be playing Madonna. He's supposed to be playing Satine. He's like, Look at Fulton! That's funny. That's very you know. I love him in this movie. I think he's fantastic. Yeah. He's a creepy ass, creepy you know, ass. He's one of those guys that grew up in a brothel or something of <laughs> that nature, and he's just all about it. And like, even when Satine is singing Diamonds at the end, and she's like, Diamonds! Diamonds! And he's just sweating, like raining sweat, and he's like, ah! Ah! Diamonds! 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 She's confessing. He's <laughs> <laughs> so animated. <laughs> and he's, you know what he reminds me of? He reminds me of a white version of Don King. Just about that money. About that money. He has a silver tongue and he's all about that money. But the money. thing is, like, his character, you still love him. It's weird. I don't hate him. You don't hate him. But at the same time, I don't trust him. Because he utilizes Satine. He has her as a, um, not a catalyst, not an avenue, but a driving force to push his own personal ambitions forward. Yeah. Like, he may seem like he cares about her, no, but he doesn't. he's just giving lip service. He's yeah. just telling her what she wants to hear. All he wants... Is his theater. Yeah, he wants to make her feel like a little girl forever. Mm-hmm. That's why he calls her his little strawberry. We're all relying on you, Gosling. You know these little choice words that make that regress her to her childhood, and that make her yearn and long for his approval. She's got daddy issues, and. She puts those daddy issues on him. Mm-hmm. And as long as she has his approval, then she is happy. Nice. But as soon as Christian comes into the picture, it makes her rethink everything. And that's why <laughs> well, they know, have that line yeah. of all you've made me think and all you've made me value of myself is how much somebody would pay for me. Christian loves me. Dang, filmmaker. Do you hear that, Baz Luhrmann? You just, like, describe the whole backstory. It's great. It's beautiful. And I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> I never thought of it that way, but that that's deep. I'm a sense. little drunk. I'm sorry. I went on a weird one. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, let's keep it going because your girl, she's slipping quickly. She's slipping quickly. We only got two people left. Oh, my All goodness. Right, well, let's do these two people. All right. I got you. Here, let me help you out Can a little we... bit. Oh, my God. I'm fine. Make it. I'm fine. Oh. bitch. That's how that goes. Yeah, I'm taking your pop's next, advice. <laughs> our next actor, I I didn't know of him until Moulin Rouge, which is Ewan McGregor. 
No shit. I didn't know who he was. Are you telling me that you've never heard of I Love You, Philip Morris? No. Oh, damn. <laughs> Great fucking But movie. I fell, I fell in love with Ewan McGregor because of this movie. And then when I saw him in Star Wars shortly after, I was like, holy shit. It's Ewan McGregor. I Let love me see. him. What did he do before? Yeah. It was being filmed in this exact same stage in Australia. Mm-hmm. That that's what was done. Mm-hmm. They were running over time because of a bunch of shit, yeah. and <laughs> Star Wars was 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 going to be filmed there next. So he's like, "I'm here, like for the next year." He spent like in Australia. Yeah. Actually, you know what? I apologize. What? I love you, Philip Morris. Didn't come out until eight years later. Like, oh that's a my lot god! It's one. a great fucking movie. Uh, though. You guys gotta see it. I vaguely remember. I mean, I watched that one a lot more <laughs> after this one. Transporting or train spotting? Train spotting. Okay. <laughs> She's been on that gen. <laughs> <laughs> that fucking gen, yo. I'm about to knock this mic over and just be like, fuck it, I quit. Like, I so no, hey, no hey, but hey, we're hey, talking hey. about you, right McGregor. Here. Okay, let's, right here. Let's, get, let's knock this Oh my shit God, out. I love him so much. <laughs> he, yeah. Don't worry about it. I'm editing. He's so, part of this. Yeah, you are. <laughs> he's part of that Star Wars life. Mm-hmm. He's in that Doctor Sleep, which I He did, plays young Obi-Wan. But yes, I mean, like, does. his career, I feel like, took off after this movie. He, it, it absolutely did. did. It did. Don't get me wrong. Uh, he did do Star Wars right before this. Well, right after. I mean, it came out maybe before this, but he Yeah, it came out it. before. No, it came out after. No, it came out the, before. No. He didn't film it until after no. this. This what? was the yeah, next Star this, Wars came out after Mulan. Star Wars was the next movie filmed in the soundstage that this soundstage is. It's filmed yeah. Okay, then editing took a while because it came out in 99 and this movie came out in 2001. Well, this might be Star Wars 2 then. The Phantom Menace came out in 99. Okay, yeah. What? And then what's the next one? I don't Attack remember. of the Clones came out in 2002. So that's what was coming right. up next. And in between then, he did Black Hawk Down. Hmm. Oh, yeah, he was. <laughs> which also came out in 2001. So you can't... This is a true testament to the fact that an actor is great and you've got to accept him as he is. <laughs> because Moulin Rouge did not get him Black Hawk Down. Neither did Black Hawk Down get him Star Wars. The fact of the matter is, Ewan McGregor is a great, a great fucking actor. actor a great and therefore, that's why he dancer. got all three great movies. Trade Spotting is why he got this movie. And the fact Train that... Spotting was a great movie. And that's what got him. Rotoscope, yo. That's well, a weird movie, but it it's is. great. So Ian McGregor beat out some no-name actors for this role. Who did he beat out? Well, Leo. Leo, of course. Well, obviously, was one of them. Well, Leo can't sing. That's um, that. That's the only reason why he didn't get this role. I think. He beat out Jake Gyllenhaal. Oh, Jake can sing. Jake can sing. He's a good actor too. Yeah, he's not the most attractive man in the world, but. And he beat out. <laughs> do you know who else he beat out? Who else did he beat out? Heath Ledger. Yep. <gasps> no. Yeah. And Hugh Jackman. And Hugh Jackman. Huge Jackman audition for this? Yeah, of course. Why not? Before, I mean, Hugh, I get it. it for Hugh sure. Jackman was Hugh Jackman. Hugh Jackman started on Broadway. Yeah, he's a singer, so that yeah. one doesn't face me um, at all. And I'm just kidding, Jake. I, I just am... say that because <laughs> Ashley's got a crush on you. I agree with the statement that you said. I thought you were being serious. What did I say? I don't even remember. It was that five minutes like ago. he wasn't like you? Oh. <laughs> she thinks he's I, hot I, as hell. Yeah. She's on, Jake Gyllenhaal is on her top five list. Yeah, he is. Sorry. Nah. 
He not even. He don't even. But he ain't even on my radar. For the fans at home, I'll give you the top five list: uh, Jensen Ackles, because that's the hardest name to say. Chris <laughs> Evans, Ryan Gosling, Ryan Reynolds. Reynolds. I know the list. And Jake Gyllenhaal. Jake Gyllenhaal, but who could very easily get replaced with Taron Egerton? Yeah. Will Smith. Who could? <laughs> oh, okay. I'm sorry. I forgot. Substitute Taron Egerton. Her list is not laminated. Okay. And also Mila Kunis. Yes. So, Good job. I know. <laughs> but, there was 400 people in this cast and crew. Mm-hmm. And the majority of them were dancers. Yes. Good. As they, they should. hurt their bodies, especially the females, mm-hmm. by doing kick lines and wearing corsets. Mm-hmm. Gave them a lot of bruises. In my personal opinion, dancers suffer as much as uh, Stunt. stuntmen. Yeah. Yeah. They put their bodies through a hell lot. and back. Yeah. I mean, we'll get into that on the <laughs> next person that we talk about, but yeah. yeah. But apparently, mm. like Heath Ledger really wanted this role. A lot of people really wanted. Well, Heath Leo Ledger, really wanted this role. No, you just can't but sing. Heath Ledger formed a hatred towards Baz Luhrmann for not casting him. So when Baz Luhrmann wanted to cast him in other films, filmed in Australia, Heath Ledger Heath, Heath Ledger turned him down. That's kind of shitty. I know. I mean, dude, you can't be upset because. Somebody else beat you out for a role. You gotta just accept that you're not right for the role. Unless I see it and they suck. Yeah, but, but that was not the case. No, Dude, Ian McGregor a, was amazing. Yeah, no, Ian McGregor was a great fucking actor. I'm a good actor. I'm a very good actor. But if somebody beats me out for a role, I usually watch if I know that something's coming out that I know I auditioned for, yeah. and I like to see who got cast. 99% of the time, it's somebody who looked the part but is a shitty actor because <laughs> that's the stage that I'm in. But if it's somebody who actually did a great job, like I've seen a few commercials that I've auditioned for that went to a guy named Johnny Ray Diaz, <laughs> and he's a good fucking actor. <laughs> yes. I'm never mad when he gets the part yeah. because he's a good fucking actor. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, that makes sense. You know? <laughs> You can't be mad if a good actor gets your job. Yeah. They may look the right part. They may be a little taller than you. They may be a little bit shorter than you. They may be a little bit younger. They may be a little bit older. But the fact of the matter is you're an actor and you're not going to get all the roles. Right. You're going to get the ones that you're I think, right for. I think Heath Ledger also has a fascination with, because we, we saw him sing in 10 Things I Hate About You. You're not going <laughs> good to and, be true. Well, I know. Well, I think, like... Ewan Can McGregor and like Jake Gyllenhaal. Well, you. Ewan McGregor started in theater. You'd be like <laughs> heaven to touch. Um, but maybe Heath Ledger had a fascination with theater and with singing and was a fan of singing and dancing. And he wanted to show that. And he, like, the fact that this was the first movie musical, modern movie musical to come out and the new thing, like, he probably, that's why he probably really, really wanted this role. I understand, but I saw his ass that. dance in a night tale and it wasn't <laughs> worth me seeing him do it in Moon Lover. I know, I know. So. I just, I still adore him. I, and I still, I know, I still cried when I found out when he died and... I want to hold you so much. <laughs> All right. I'm drunk. That being said, in A Knight's Tale, he was following choreography, and he's supposed to not know how to dance. Yeah. I don't know if that's true or not, but it looks bad. 
He's supposed no, to he be is. awkward. No, he He literally yeah. says, I don't because know how to dance. Remember, like, and that's when why, what's his name, goes, and one, one and two, two and twirly, twirly, twirly. <laughs> and what doesn't fit lead, he follows, follows like, like a, a girl. girl. <laughs> yeah, he's supposed to not <laughs> know how true. to dance. That's true, they do change <laughs> All right. Are we taking a break? Hell no. Time out. Take... Are you peeing? No, oh, okay. I'm just telling you, like, let's get this shit okay. going, because you're going to pee. Well, I definitely... All right, so Ewan McGregor. Oh my God, he is our second lead in this movie. Yeah. he is a great, great, great job. I, I love him. The first fucking note he hits, and the, the hills are, are alive. alive. I was like, oh. With sound. Of oh. Oh. <laughs> yeah, as a child seeing Sorry, it in theaters, as a child seeing it in theaters, I was like, oh. <laughs> Did you have a crush on Ewan McGregor? Yes. What girl didn't at that time? <laughs> I did. I Somebody did. in this three oh my goodness. person podcast I just say, is raising their head, and I'm so the only non girl. I've never. Therefore, Zenobia did not have a crush I've, on Ewan McGregor. I've never, I've never met Ewan McGregor, Ewan McGregor, but I've seen him in person. You got to think for white boys. Short. No, he's average height. He's average height, but you're I've, short. <laughs> he, I've, I've, <laughs> that is true. I've seen him in person. Um, I was working the MTV Awards and I saw him backstage and then watched him like walk onto the stage to make his um, speech. And I just remember the whole time I was just like, oh, my God, he's he's glowing. Like, he's so pretty. He's, good. <laughs> he's very pretty. But I did not have a crush on he's him. He's pretty. Now. I had a crush on him. OK. Can I just say any man who can sing? Who well, yes, who can sing, but who is confident? Why, 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 I'm telling you, Taryn Egerton <laughs> is gonna break that top five list. She's gonna kick somebody yeah, out, I'm and gonna, I hope it's I Jake would, Gyllenhaal. Yeah, I was gonna. I would say I would kick out Jake Gyllenhaal for Taryn yeah, Egerton. Actually, I hope it's Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> no, I no, know, he ain't going no. nowhere. No, actually, if anything, I hope it's Chris Evans because he ain't going she he is the most likely that to get in for my me to work yeah. with. Oh. <laughs> no, not you're gonna you can work with any of them, <laughs> but Chris Evans is single. I know the other ones are No, not. but but no, not just the fact that Ewan McGregor could sing, but the fact that he he was a dancer and he was confident in his dancing and, and I've had this conversation with you, but me as a woman going to the clubs know. and and going out dancing, like if I That's see cool. you, if I see you as a yes, man, can, can, can. If, if I see you as a man being confident in your dancing, even though if if it's even if it's goofy, the fact that you're confident and dancing on the dance floor and not like right up on my ass, but you're like just having fun dancing, that's more Bella's attractive. Dance face to face. Yeah, Don't get behind her. To me. But like back in the old days, men who were who could dance like Fred Astaire. And like that was attractive at the time, and mm-hmm. I and like throughout society and modern day, it's like now it's viewed as being gay, and it's like no, to me it's still attractive. So I don't want men to fear to to fear away from dancing. We got to bring back finishing school. <laughs> Speaking of which, this is a moth in the backgrounds of France right now. I don't know if y'all noticed oh, that or look not. Look at that. <laughs> fucking up our green screen <laughs> don't do it okay go do it do it gotcha bitch <laughs> Ewan McGregor you are beautiful I'm so beautiful he's I'm got a new got movie coming out soon actually uh, he's filming it right now oh. he plays the voice of this character okay Pinocchio Pinocchio. He plays the voice of Pinocchio? Yes. Is oh. Pinocchio coming out? 
Actually, I don't know if he's playing Pinocchio. It's not established which character. I feel like he, he would plays. be Geppetto. He at this would point. be a great Geppetto. He's damn old to be a kid. Yeah. A but boy. he's got a lighter voice, so I don't know. Nah. Nah, not. But Pinocchio. I hope he is playing uh, Geppetto. Geppetto. Maybe he's playing like the crazy guy who gets you to go to the Donkey Land. <laughs> <laughs> I hate that scene. I love it. Like, it's <laughs> creepy, dude. Disney yeah. movies were creepy back then. Yeah. So that being said. Ewan McGregor plays Christian. He does a great fucking job. I'm too drunk yeah. to emphasize how great he, he did. He did say he was very excited to get this role because he started from theater and he felt like on set, he felt like the only person like really excited to be doing a mu- movie musical because when the camera would cut, he'd still be like goofing around and dancing and uh, like singing and everyone. Yeah. He felt like everyone on set was just like watching him like, what the fuck? I love crazy. it. And <laughs> I like, think that... Dancers, it He's shows excited. in her performance. Yeah. Like, don't get me wrong, Nicole Kidman does a fantastic job, but she doesn't have the enthusiasm that Ewan that McGregor, Ewan McGregor does. has. Are we moving on to her? Yes. About to, yeah. But like when he's why. singing, his mouth is wide open, his eyes are wide open, and he's <laughs> singing his heart out. And I think it's fucking great. Do you want to know the difference? What's the difference? That bitch was wearing a corset. He <laughs> She's like waiting That's for them a big to difference. cut so she can loosen the strings. She Fuck, man. Fractured she fractured two, two ribs. Yes, she did. And hurt a knee and had to have knee surgery in the process of this Dude. movie. So this movie was behind schedule because I mean, of this. two people got injured in this movie. Basically. I mean, John Leguizamo with the... That's so what I'm talking about. the majority of the time that you see her and you see her only do, like, chest up, she is in a wheelchair because mm-hmm. she can't stand for some of these scenes. So even the... A real actress. Yeah. The quick change scene. The quick change. What's his type? Wilting flower. Bright and bubbly. Ah! Or smoldering temptress. So all that is done in a wheelchair. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. I told Ashley about that earlier, and she's like, are you fucking serious? I was serious? like, what? Yeah. yeah. Not that. Straight up so, wheelchair. So I did reach, so she fractured two ribs and injured her knee, doing a dance number. Can we guess what that musical uh, number know. was? Oh, you know. Yeah. Because I couldn't find anything. Talk to me, talk to me, talk to me, baby. <laughs> Uh, it would be the Diamonds Are Girls Best That's what I Diamonds! I was like, did she fall off of the trapeze? <laughs> I thought that too, but I didn't see that that's what happened. Mm. But it was during rehearsal of that. Sh- I would have thought it would have been either that or the one later where they're actually doing like the big number. And she's like, Diamonds! Diamonds! <laughs> where they have her by her ankles yeah. and her legs and they're like oh. raising her up like yeah. an extra like five, yeah, six sure. feet up in the air. That's easy. No one's fucking with you on that. They're just but weird. like you got to hold yourself centered yeah, your and like your good. back yeah. has got to be centered. Yeah. yeah. Well, That'll she, fuck she up your ribs. She made it look flawless. Well, she did that along with all the other female dancers who had to be stuck in corsets had a bunch of bruises. Fuck, man. All these silly costumes. Yeah. Um... <laughs> The majority of the time in this movie, Nicole Kidman's hair is a wig. Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah, it's a wig. It. She what? black girl wigging it. Can it? What? So can I mention? So in that we mentioned the the diamonds are girls' best friend song. So a uh, fun fact from the DP, 
that in that song they he he chose to use a blue light on her mm -hmm. the, the spotlight on her it's a blue light because mm -hmm. he noticed because she's very pale she's very, very pale, pale and she's pasty. pasty but he noticed the blue light made her glow oh. so that is a trick that he used Pretty in the movie white <laughs> that the nice. blue light makes you glow okay <laughs> Do you have, do you know the other, the actresses who auditioned for this role? I do. <laughs> Tell me all about it. Catherine Zetazor. Yes. Okay. I can see that. Okay. Uh, Kate Winslet. No, no, no. Kate Hudson. That's not what I had. What? I read, oh, I read Kate Hudson. So auditioned. Kate uh, auditioned. <laughs> maybe maybe both Kate's auditioned. But, uh, Probably shit. I Winslet is what I got. I don't know if she can sing or not, but she auditioned. Uh Hillary Swank. Mm -hmm. No, nah, I can't see her in this. Renee Zellweger. Can't see her in this. Even though that. she was in Chicago. Yeah, but it's a different role. I can see that because she played that like old, like classic. This sounds racist. <laughs> But I'm just gonna say I love white people, but she plays that. Yeah, take that. Let me get that. <laughs> oh no! Oh my goodness! She plays that like naive, airy, sure. blonde, ditzy white chick. Mm -hmm. Well, and she could sing and dance, so I could totally see it. That mm -hmm. that one's not a far switch. Okay. True Barrymore. Mm -hmm. I don't know if the bitch can sing, mm -hmm. <laughs> but she uh, auditioned for it. Okay. Yeah. Uh, out of all of those, I would pick Nicole Kidman also. Well, she has that, that the she striking She has the look. Features. She has the singing capability. She has the physique. Uh, that being said, ability. she is a four-time Oscar nominee. Yeah. She has won once for the hours. Don't take my drink. It's fine. What the fuck? It's fine. <laughs> uh, Catherine Zeta-Jones is who I would pick. Catherine Zeta-Jones is fantastic. I love her. She's too pretty. She's, she's great. too good. She's too talented. So I yeah. would have picked her. Um, Damn, you didn't even leave me nothing. Nope. Wow. All right. We are out of alcohol. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. That Moulin Rouge cocktail. Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it was it was fun to discover that Nicole Kidman could sing. Yeah, she's a great singer. I have a thing about Kid, Nicole Kidman. What's that? I don't really like her. Really? She's I've very, heard that from other she's people. She's very breathy. <gasps> no she is very breathy. I hate that whole facade that she puts on in this movie sure. where she's like, ah! That irritates me. I get that because she's just playing the stupid girl. She's that playing that part, though. Want to fuck. I get yeah. that. I'm talking about in every other movie that she does, she's like super breathy, mm -hmm. which bugs me. Okay. I'll say that she's not a good actress. She's a great actress. Was, you know, it was, mm -hmm. like, it was good. Uh, but she would not have been my initial choice for this movie. Out of the people you mentioned, I think that she would have. Yeah. Or I'm saying my choice. Okay. I, I honestly could have I kind of would have chose her. We, I, Kate Hudson. Kate Hudson is fantastic. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. It would have been a tight race between her and Kate Hudson. That being said, I loved her in Far and Away, where she plays opposite Tom Cruise. I really like her 
in Eyes Wide Shut, mm-hmm. where she plays opposite Tom Cruise. <laughs> I'm not a Tom Cruise. Uh, Big Little Lies. She's fantastic. Yeah, she's very good. She I is. even love her when she plays opposite of Jennifer Aniston and Adam Sandler in uh, that oh, comedy movie. Uh, what was it? I don't remember the name of it right now. But it was funny. Uh they make fun of her and her name and like every time he's got to go take a shit he's like i gotta go take a uh something all right nicole kidman she got i had a few drinks i've had like like six moulin rouges i like the others the others oh that was a creepy ass that's a nice creepy one of hers where her whispering is appreciated Mm, okay (laughs) i don't really feel for her but props to her for fracturing two ribs. Yeah, for and sure. Up your knee. I will your say this. She is an artist to the bitter end. She's yeah. a trooper. Yeah. She, she stuck through it and, you know, she didn't complain. They didn't really know how bad her injuries were until days later. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. finally they were like, bitch, you're gonna, you look extra pale like you're about to pass out. <laughs> so apparently she was supposed to... Uh, go on to film Panic Room after this. Oh, she that's was supposed right. to. She was supposed to star in Panic Room, uh-huh. but because and she lost that role because she broke her ribs. Well, that and because like production went on longer than expected, mm-hmm. that so she lost the role uh, in Panic Room to Jodie Foster. To be honest with you, good choice. Sure. I, I mean, Jody, I think I think Jodie Foster would have did it. Panic Room is a good movie. It is a good movie. It's a very good movie. It's got stupid Twilight in it. She, you know, that's like the best thing she's ever done. Right. She was like I agree. Weird. I agree. <laughs> Kid trying to teach me SOS. Yeah. Also, I, I remember the name of that Adam Sandler movie is called Just Go With It, and uh, she plays Devlin. You just go. Where with the it. little kids go and say, "I gotta go take a Devlin." Dang. <laughs> because she's so horrible in that movie. Yeah, I mean. And she plays opposite a homeboy who's fucking hilarious. She married Tom Hanks. Not she. Tom, Hanks, Tom Cruise. Yes, she did. And uh, I was gonna say what? <laughs> so why? She did not marry the king of Hollywood. Why do you think Kid- America's dad? America's dad. <laughs> why do you think Nicole Kidman has not done another musical movie? I don't know. I think it's, it's a personal choice. It's too damn I hard. think it's really hard. She's done. Uh, she did like Paddington. After you broke some you ribs and your knee doing a musical, would you ever do a musical? Again? Yes. <laughs> Yeah, that's because that's our focus. <laughs> like, we started out that way. Nicole yeah. Kidman did she not She played the mom in Aquaman, which I think was really good. Yeah. Oh, I yeah. think she did a great job in that. She did. After Big Little Lies, she did do a movie called Bombshell, which I think is somewhat of a musical. Mm-hmm. But I could be wrong. I haven't checked it Bombshell out Bombshell based off of Marilyn Monroe? Possibly. Based off of Smash? Yeah. Yeah. Please. Yes. Yes, please. I thought that was good. I hope so. But Bombshell looked pretty good. It stars Charlize Theron. Oh, okay. Oh, okay, okay. And also Nicole Kidman and also Nicole Robbie. I'm sorry, uh, Margot Robbie. Margot Robbie. I've had a few fucking drinks, all right? Robbie. I've had a few drinks. It also has John Lithgow and Allison Janney. Okay. Absolutely. I adore her ever since I saw a little known movie called 10 Things I Hate About You. Never seen it. What? It's a joke. 
Okay. Oh my god. Never seen it. More Thank than God, it. because I was about to change our lineup of movies we're gonna watch tonight. Never seen it except for the last time I seen it. Times <laughs> You're just too good to be true. That band is Ramona High School in Riverside. Is it really? Oh. No wonder the lead marching band dude was Hispanic. I love you, baby. And if it's quite alright, I need you, baby. To warm the lonely nights, I okay. love you, baby. Trust in me when I say that we're drunk. <laughs> so, yeah, Nicole came in. She did a good job. She did a great job. She was in pain for most of this movie, so it does make sense that she'd be breathy and looking faint all the goddamn time <laughs> in this movie because I mean, she not only that, she roles. suffers from tuberculosis. Yeah, she's supposed to be sick. No, I get <laughs> that. Tulo- tuberculosis attacks the lungs. Where the actress got that from? She yeah, got it sure. from life kind of being pretty shitty on making this yeah. movie. <laughs> That's where she got it from, for sure. Um, but. This and the others are my favorite yeah. movies of hers. So prop fun fact, the blood that she coughs up is a concoction of corn syrup, <laughs> red food dye, and water. Big surprise. Ooh. It's always corn syrup, <laughs> red food dye, and water. Well, For you indie to- filmmakers out there, <laughs> corn syrup, red food dye, and water. It's called the carry effect. <laughs> that's what they use for the blood. In the movie, Carrie. <laughs> it is. Oh, I believe you. And I mean, that doesn't sound that bad to put in my mouth, so. Not going to watch True. it, but I believe you. You can't watch something from the 70s. You know what the scariest thing from the 70s? Disco? The KKK. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like, well, now, KKK did not start in the 70s. Now, no, but now, they were still there. Nowadays, they're getting a little ballsy with blood. Like, Walking Dead, a lot of those blood scenes, they're using, like, real pig's blood. Pig blood, well, yeah. you know what? <laughs> we talked about that I appreciate that because that shit for was really real. Mm. I love The Walking Dead. That's my... <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to catch up on season 10 this week. 10? Right Holy now. shit. That's how many seasons they got now? Dang. Yeah. I fell off after Glenn died. It broke my heart. <laughs> Spoiler for people. No, I went another season. Ever, yeah. But it broke my heart, and I couldn't. I couldn't stick with it. Hey man, killed the Asian guy. God damn it. I'm with him until the bitter end. <laughs> that being said, Nicole Kidman has what? many a project coming <laughs> out because that's what she does. That being said, she's got a project called The Prom coming out, Northmen, Nine Perfect Strangers. She's got a series called The Undoing. She's an she A-list actress. Yeah. Yeah. That's what she does. She's married to Garth Brooks? Is that who she's married to? No. She's no. married to some other country dude. This is got- a country singer, uh, not Garth Brooks. I'm sorry. Definitely not Garth Brooks. God damn it. Who, my brother saw him in concert, and then Nicole Kidman walked on stage with him. Tim McGraw. Tim McGraw. That's what Am it I is. right? I don't know. I just do a white country dude out there. <laughs> well, um, I didn't realize that she was born in Hawaii, dude. What? Yeah. Keith Urban. Keith Urban. Keith Urban. So, so close. you should know who Keith Urban is because he's the guy that cries. I know, during Kelly Clarkson's song. Yes, during Kelly Clarkson's performance of Piece by Piece, Piece. Which is Ashley's heartbreaking song. 
that she cannot get through without shedding I, a tear. Like the Indian dude from the 80s movies. Just I, one solitary No, but tear. I need a... Don't I, you the goal is to try. <laughs> the goal is to try to sing through that song without breaking down, and I yeah. still have not reached that goal yet. Well, Good luck. <laughs> well, neither has Kelly Clarkson. Ah, Kelly Clarkson. Ah, Kelly Clarkson. All right, on that note, I'm out. Woo! Well, the light didn't go off like I wanted to, it but I'm out. Well, on that note. <laughs> really? If y'all gonna fuck in the parking lot, <laughs> do it in the Walgreens parking lot. So I'm out. Thank God. I feel like it was. I knew that Smash was going to have a lot of feelings. Yes, oh she did. I'm trying to keep mine pretty short. I love this movie. Wait, wait. Can we express our favorite song? No. Roxanne. Mine's Roxanne, too. Word? Yeah. Of course it is. Uh, if I was going to choose a favorite song in this, we should be lovers. <laughs> we can't do that. <laughs> We should be lovers, and that's a fact. <laughs> because it's got a lot of songs in it mm-hmm. that I love. They're the creators of mashups. Yes. Yeah. I like mashups. Mashups are fun. Come what may, is it? Come <laughs> what? I'm so gone. Oh, my God. So let's move this along before Jason continues singing. Yeah, yeah please do. What was that? Okay. So so we are done with our fun facts. Zenobia is quite hammered. (laughs) And um, high five for hammer. I've had like seven. Fuck the gin. Six or seven. I don't know. I'm fucking done. Gin. (laughs) Gin. I feel great. (laughs) This is your fault for coming home. I'm sorry. I'm not sorry. uh, (laughs) It's time for. C for the people. Uh, <laughs> there is no Z for the people, except that you keep doing what you're doing. Find a way to donate money and your time to people, because right now we are living. We're in, in a pandemic. A shitty, <laughs> shitty time, and everybody needs yeah. some help. Yeah. Yes. So um, if you can help somebody out in help, the smallest way. Yeah. The food banks. Um. Speaking of a movie musical, like movie musical their uh theater companies are accepting donations yeah. all of broadway is shut down right now yes along with this show moulin rouge yeah mm-hmm. um yeah so a lot of people's dreams is to be on broadway some people made it this year and got it cut pretty short so yeah. uh donate to that if you can, if you can. um Absolutely. again uh feed america every dollar is 10 meals. So I spent $25 and did <laughs> 250 meals for some people who needed it. And great. I didn't even miss that $25. So <laughs> no. I mean, like, go ahead and do something that you can. And even if it's donating to, like, buying from your local restaurants. For sure. Markets. We got some bread deliver- <laughs> delivering tomorrow it's from our uh, <laughs> local... I can hear about it all night. It better be good. What is it called? Uh, it's a family-owned bakery. Yeah, support your family-owned businesses. <laughs> businesses, because they are the ones who are not going to be around once yeah. we get back to normal. So. Yeah, and tomorrow's the weekend, and we're going to get some bread in here, and I'm going <laughs> to eat some pastries, and maybe drink a mimosa. But yeah. 
But maybe yeah. At two p.m. because I'm drunk as fuck right now. I am so ready yeah. to like pass the fuck up. I've been up since seven, <laughs> so I'm kind of. She got tired. I'm running on. She the got air. those drunk sleepy yeah. eyes. I am <laughs> about but... thirty minutes ago. Those drunk sleepy eyes hit, and I could not shake it. <laughs> Couldn't shake it. But yeah, it's still like things are slowly starting to reopen. Yeah, like people are. Slowly... We're getting there, guys. Yeah. You just gotta be responsible. You just gotta be responsible. Your mask. Keep flattening the curve, and we're going to get through this together. Mm-hmm. We need your help. Be responsible. We're in this together. That's all, all like, you know, if, don't, don't donate to anything if you can't afford it. But damn it, be responsible. Yeah. Don't pass anything along. That's the biggest <laughs> thing I can tell you. Take a roll of toilet paper and give it to your UPS driver. Yes. <laughs> I, I still offer my UPS driver some fruit and a... Water. Glass of water, some coffee, you know, they refuse, but you gotta offer them a bathroom. Yeah, offer them I a should bathroom. do that. that. That's the next step because these fools are peeing in Snapple bottles yeah, on the side probably. of the road. Yeah, absolutely. Or them thick Gatorade bottles. Those Gatorade bottles. Speaking of Gatorade, I need some electrolytes. <laughs> Small damn, Gina. Let's go to 7 Eleven. <laughs> that is my Z for the people. <laughs> All right, well, uh, I think we're out. We done. <laughs> All right, guys, we're out of here. We're yeah. just short of three hours, but we're going to cut it down for you guys. <laughs> yes. We appreciate you so much. We are very drunk because this oh, was Jen. a damn good Fuck drink. Jen. Jim be fucking us up, but also the combination of Zenobia coming back home yeah. and seeing us in three dimension. Yeah. This has been so great. It has made me very happy. <laughs> this has been another episode of Lights, Camera, Cocktail. <laughs> we will see you guys next week with a brand new episode. Woo! And I'm very excited for it's next gonna week. It's going to be a good episode. It's going to be damn good. <laughs> it's our first for one of my favorite actors. Yeah. We don't talk about it. We haven't talked about it. Okay. All right, guys. We're out of here. We'll see you next week. <laughs> Woo! Bye-bye.